0: I'm in Max, 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 Max! Max. Pursuing the RPG hobby with Reckless Abandon. Why hello, and welcome to Season 20, Episode 17 of Happy Jacks RPG
1: Podcast. My name is Stu. My name is Kenny. My name is Stork. And back with you again, after a lengthy questline in the dire realm of real life, I'm Proby Tim. I you said you had a joke. I do. Oh. No, no I it. don't have a joke. Well, that was no. it. No, uh, no, no. Okay, but you know what I did here, though? Oh, no. I I just found out that today, now, right? Right at this moment. There are a group of people out there who firmly believe that the world is not round. That's right. They believe it's flat. Flat earthers. They call yeah. themselves flat earthers, yeah. right? And it's this whole movement. And it goes back years and years and years. I mean, it goes back to the time of former president John F. Kennedy. As a matter of fact?
2: Actually, it goes a long time before the that. There the was a guy named... like.
1: He's telling a joke.
2: Oh.
1: I'm not telling a joke. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Go ahead. God. Well, anyway... It, it there at was least,
2: a time where everybody it, thought the world was
1: flat It at least goes back to John F. Kennedy. I mean, he was a flat earther himself. Didn't really? You know? Really? Yeah. Why do you say that? Because it was him who said, the only thing we have to fear is sphere itself. Get it? That Sphere. was Roosevelt. Sphere. Was it Roosevelt? <laughs> Son of a bitch!
2: So history, history isn't a strength of Tim's, but we left him anyway. Was it really?
1: Yes,
0: it was, yeah, it
2: really was. I've been, <laughs> it was,
0: I've been rehearsing this all day. That was his fireside chat <laughs> yeah. right after Pearl Harbor. Yes. You can talk about Kennedy, but it's a
3: circular argument.
2: Yeah.
3: Uh, it's hilarious the,
2: that you did that. But, uh, like, but you did kill that. On Dece- yeah. <laughs> on December eighth, it's great that you didn't remember the speech from Pearl Harbor, though. Yeah. Whatever happened on December 7th, if you didn't get
0: that
1: reference, I'm explaining it. Yeah, like, oh, sure. Okay, so I haven't been on the show in a number of <laughs> months. I <and> remember why. <laughs> I'm, I'm a bit rusty, okay? I'm a, I'm a bit rusty. This is a rough crowd. And
2: uh, <laughs> um, Actually, your joke is, in is not historically accurate.
1: <laughs> and I rehearsed that goddamn thing all day.
2: <laughs> and we got it wrong.
1: Run up by dri- me, and I'll, and I'll check your history for it. Dri- driving <gasps> home in the car, I kept saying it over and over uh, and
2: over again. So that okay. I would Prop to the real great worm in the chat room who says that joke fell flat. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, well. Oh, and they're correcting us. Um, actually, inauguration <laughs> speech, not Pearl Harbor speech. Vampire fifty four. I want Sansa a link. Mode.
3: I want to see a link.
2: <laughs> and Clan Hannah.
3: Link sword didn't happen. Oh, you Clan
2: Hannah. He, you can feel no, the glasses being pushed right. up the nose. <laughs>
3: oh, that's an IPA.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, here.
2: When it says IPA...
0: Have one of these instead. No. That's <laughs> all right. I'll, <laughs> no. drink I'll drink the IPA.
2: I don't want to.
1: It says... Okay, the can says Firestone... Easy Jack IPA. You know, right. It was right sitting next on <coughs> to
3: one of these, and in my haste in it the was dark invaded. of the fridge, I thought it was an eight oh five, and it's
0: not an eight oh five. You probably thought I'd put it out in the sun so it'd get nice and. Scum. Well, I, <laughs> I, I, I wasn't was paying that much attention, and then I was like, "Yeah, all right, there we go." In this episode of Happy Jacks RPG podcast, we're going to continue our GMing tips series and talk about improving improv for GMs. Mm-hmm. Garrett asks about making fuller, fulfilling filler filler, Making yes. fulfilling filler. William from Minnesota writes in about player indecision. Dan sends a tale of legend and celebration. And Zombie Heart from SoCal writes in about too much player investment. Mm. But first. But first. If you'd first. like to email us, you can email us to happyjucksrpg at gmail.com. That's happyjucksrpg at gmail.com.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: No. Yeah, that's right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, well, I've been saying it for nine
0: years. <laughs> it's it's fine. Right? Nine years. We're also, <laughs> on so, we're also on the social <laughs> meteors, uh, Twitter, Happy Jacks RPG, all one word, and Happy Jacks RPG on Instagrams
2: and Facebook. Facebooks
0: and Facebooks.
2: And we actually have a Discord channel now.
0: And there's a Discord channel. So if
2: you go to happyjacks.org slash Discord. And we're actually right now arguing about how Stork is wrong about uh, the Joker's alignment. There's no way he's neutral. Almost
1: everything. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, that's right. Just the Joker's alignment. It's not Everything
0: else he's absolutely right. Yeah.
2: It's been like three days and like right. we all have different and we're all like, no no, in this time period when <coughs> this guy was writing it right. he's this one and when the yeah right? and well, then meaning of this alignment is blah blah blah. The
0: other thing is has, I have definitions yes. <laughs> definitions of alignment change from edition to edition. Right. no you this has me. come up. They, no, and, and, and the jokers and the jokers motivations change from, from book does. to book and yeah. era to era. I don't remember. Really <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you could also watch us live. Who knew? Well, unless, right unless you are right now. Yeah. Uh, you can watch us live at happyjacks.org slash live. And we re- stream this show at 8 p.m. Pacific time.
2: 8 p.m.-ish.
0: 8 p.m.-ish Pacific 8 PM-ish, time. PM-ish, yeah. On Friday evenings Pacific time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's Friday in the Pacific. Yes. I don't know where it is where you are. Exactly. So. Oh, oh um, there's a Strategic Con, Orcon, coming up uh
2: February, February, February. February. The 17th. Valentine's
0: Day, seventeenth. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's right around the corner, huh?
0: Yes, I have. T- I'm running two games. I'm running um, Mongoose Traveler, uh-huh. Ashes of Exodus. Mm-hmm. Um, the, <clears throat> the the party is going to be going to a different part than what the campaign did, and uh, or didn't do. <laughs> well, the, the you were
3: actually going to gonna follow your plot as opposed to going
0: somewhere well, else. Maybe. Okay. Well, maybe. Who knows? Uh, and I'm also uh, I, I have been very. Quickly developing a scaled-down version of Moment of Truth, a kids' version. Mm. Oh, okay. And I developed a. Do we call it Moment of Tooth? Oh, my God. Moment of Tooth.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. It's not for
0: little, little, little kids. But um, what? It's a fan. That's
2: such a cute (laughs) name. Moment of Tooth.
0: Moment of Tooth, yes. And and it did.
3: uh, I would two. like to re-roll. <laughs> <laughs> I just pulled out <laughs> a baby
0: tooth, <tube. clears throat> um, and that's the. the it, it's a fantasy setting called Arkendale. That it, I'm, I'm gonna actually, <laughs> Ali is gonna do the artwork for it.
4: Arkandale. Oh
3: nice. <laughs> it's gonna be like baby calling Cthulhu's and little little Cthulhuettes and um, can't call it Arkham. It's, Masonum, it's like
0: Arkham, Arkham High School. Dale. Oh, all right. <laughs>
1: I, like I hadn't thought of that though I should make You were thinking some, like Things Man Was Not Meant to Know There. A-R-K-E-N-Dale Right? Yeah, yeah.
3: Well, and, and But here's the thing Kids are going to be like I had a fever dream Worse than you <laughs> 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 I had chicken pox I saw you You're nothing
2: They actually have um, A ton of uh, <clears throat> I wouldn't say They're high school They're like Younger than high school Like graphic novels Of like the Joker and and Wonder Woman, all of them now, they're super cute and they're like, in like sort of semi-casual. So it's like, they're in jeans and like jackets mm-hmm. and like Batman's wearing a hoodie all the time and stuff like that. So you could do like cute little angsty like Arkham. That'd be so oh, cool. Well,
0: she, I, I told her it's a fantasy setting and mm-hmm. she started working on the artwork for it. Um, she's working on the cover and, and I said I need a few pieces of incidental artwork inside. Mm-hmm. So it, it's going to look very anime because that's kind of how she draws right now.
2: Yeah, she's doing a great job.
0: Um, and so. you don't have to
2: pay her because you technically own her. No,
0: I told her I'd pay her. <laughs> well, I told her I'd pay her. <laughs> You're a nice dad. <laughs> You technically own her. <laughs> I, I, I pay artists. Yeah. Um, and also, Moment of Truth is off to the editor proofreader. Yeah,
2: that's so exciting. Nice. Yep.
0: For reals? Yeah. For like, reals, reals. Done, done. Like, well, I, yeah, I think so. I
4: mean, Assuming the I editor did, I doesn't did, come did, back
0: and redline everything. I but. did make some unplay tested changes, mm-hmm. which will be interesting
4: Good. once
0: the game's released. Uh, like being able to use uh, mostly has to do with guns because mm-hmm. um, I, I sort of zeroed in on the on the weapon stuff and, and made attributes for weapons, not attributes really, but uh, qualities that mm-hmm. weapons can have. Mm-hmm. You're good. good and uh, so, like semi-automatic pistols can fire two rounds a turn. Oh. Uh, you just split your dice pool. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fire each. So you may not hit as often. Also, any th- the second shots always lose the. Um, Uh, Pretty much anything always lose the uh, aim bonus. Ah. Mm -hmm. So um, we'll see because it's going to make guns more deadly. I came up with um, guns have always been deadly in that system, though. Yes, they're worse.
3: They're worse. Remember, you one shotted uh, our our mother trucker there in the. uh, Oh well, that was
4: an early version of the
0: game when he only had like three hit points. (laughs) Wow. But the the other uh, uh, there's also um, a a combat condition players can have or characters can have called suppressed which means that someone is firing a high rate of fire machine gun at you
1: oh so you're hitting
0: the door. now I have a y- machine gun you can do others halt. you can still act normally halt. but there's kind of a penalty to right. it now.
1: Okay. Halt. <clears throat> but yeah it, it's
0: it's going to be brutal if someone like hits you multiple times with a machine gun or something like that your character's down gone although death in, in moment be. of troop doesn't work oh. doesn't it doesn't work here either. It sucks. No, well, no, death, in, death in, <laughs> mo- in, in Moment of Truth is a player decision. Mm. The player okay. has to decide. You're dead yet? No! My character has taken enough damage now, and it's going to take me so long to heal up that I'm just going to say my character's dead. Or, or whatever the... Or if it's a fitting moment or something like that, you can say, yeah.
1: pull yourself across the room with this one more Or thing. if it's a moment... Of truth,
3: right? Truth. 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 Or tooth? Tooth?
1: Or tooth? Or if you're playing little kids, yeah. it's a moment of tooth. Uh, if it's, uh, of if it's all
3: animals, yes. So it's a moment of tooth if you've got like an animal-based thing, and then it's a moment of tooth. Would it it's for kids? It, right. Would it
1: be moment of beak if you were doing your idea you talked about earlier?
3: With you saying I have a big nose? <laughs>
1: it could
0: also be a moment of baleen if you're playing a whale. game. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> moment of baleen. Baleen, Baleen, Bailey, Bailey. Uh, we just got a. Now we got a warning. Yeah. Uh, so I wanted to talk about.
2: You guys didn't sound that good. We'll be fine.
0: <coughs> huh? <laughs> oh, oh no. Uh, we our intonation was perfect. Wow. <laughs> that that their shit will detect that. Yeah, they will. I guarantee. No, it. I know. Um, I want to talk about improv and GMs okay. and ways to improve improv for GMs. This was actually suggested on the on the forum because I put up a suggestion what sort of jimmy topics would you like us to talk about and this was one of the ones that was brought up I think Steve S.W. brought this up Um, so before I open it up I kind of want to frame it slightly and improvisation at least the way I look at it consists of one of two things that are very closely related one is Mm -hmm. making shit up Mm
4: -hmm. basically Mm -hmm.
0: and the second is reacting to what the players do
4: Mm-hmm.
0: sometimes those can be the same thing
4: mm-hmm.
0: sometimes the players will say we're going to break down the door what's behind the door and you figured oh I didn't think they would break down this door because it's you know in a, it, it's just a closed down business and I have no idea what's in there so you're going to make up what's going to be in there why would you go after that bear it was just for filler right, exactly why I, would you do I had
1: that? three column inches to why fill would, up on the sheet. what's wrong with you people <laughs> So all of a sudden you've got a security guard <coughs> behind the door of the no longer used warehouse, right?
0: Or, 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 yeah, something, or something like that. And, and the other thing is sometimes you're just reacting to the players. Mm-hmm. It's not something you've figured out. It's not something you've anticipated. But there, are, I think what I kind of want to talk about is what are the things you do as a GM to put yourself in a position to successfully improvise when you're faced with those situations when you're faced with the unexpected from the players.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: How what are the things what are, what is the prep not prep that you do? The unprep? The right. <laughs> I like that. That's a good one. The er prep, <laughs> the meta prep. Yeah. that yeah. you do that gives you the ability to do this the and the confidence fr- to do it. Right. The, and and the, I think that the first thing I want to talk about and this isn't really I don't want this to be like the main focus of the conversation we've all taken improv classes at least at fair for street improv and stuff like that right Mm -hmm. and they have those horribly embarrassing exercises yeah bunny 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 and there's all kinds of things and they make you get up there and do stuff come up with stuff on the fly React to other people coming up with stuff on the fly. Mm -hmm. And they get you to do it. And the reason they're trying to get you to do it is they're trying to build your confidence Mm
4: -hmm.
0: to know that you can. But more importantly, they're trying to break you of the fear of looking stupid. Mm -hmm. Because that is, I think, for anyone who has any kind of block when it comes to improvisation, I will bet that that is... 75% 75% of the reason they lock up. Number one.
1: Well, I mean, and then again, Stu, if you, you look... You pencil? Uh, sure. Sorry, go ahead. That's okay. If if you look like us, you get over the fear of looking stupid really, really quickly. That's true. Uh, <laughs> Harumph! <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not you. Present company excluded.
2: Yeah, I just look like a superhero a lot. It's fine. I, I'm like, well, yeah.
1: Well, that, that's why I said... Yeah, but the, the us stew. Yeah.
0: Right. Us, plus
2: all of us fair people have at some point been in like a Target or a grocery store dressed like it's the sixteen hundreds. No, of course,
1: nope. I used to, I always go to the. I I do all the time. Nope. Really? I am one of the people who will not be seen. Oh, you in dress public. it fair.
0: What's that? You dress it fair and change it fair.
1: The very minute that I could take off that garb,
0: shit was off. Oh, see, I I dress here. And then I stop by Starbucks and get my breakfast, mm-hmm. and then I'm off to fair.
1: No, when I was, so when I was playing a jester at the um, Corona Fair, right, I had a bright orange Mustang, and I dressed up at home in... And your fair costume embarrassed you. <laughs> no, well, it was... <laughs> <laughs> hey, my, my Mustang was badass. Anyway. And orange. And orange. But, but hold on. What was so, it? 96, 4.6 liter... Had a whole bunch of mods done to it. It was fast. He you have it effects, it. lights in the bottom n- No, no, no.
2: Mustangs are a belly button car. Everybody uh,
1: has one. Uh, <laughs> Stepping <just laughs> on dangerous ground there. Anyway, the <coughs> point is, I you was dressing up in in Sorry. full <laughs> jester garb, pumpkin <laughs> pants, points and bells, holding arts. I was dressing up at my house, getting in my orange Mustang, and driving to Fairsight. It was summer, so the windows were down, and at that point, I was playing. The Wicked Tinkers. Exceptionally loud, because I had a really nice system in there, right? Mm-hmm. And I pulled up to a stoplight, and I'm, you know... And I just happened to glance over, and there is a lowrider with two of the hardest dudes I've ever seen in my life, both doing this. <laughs> and you said, God ye good den, mate! <laughs> <laughs> no, I, <laughs> I really quickly just turned down the stereo... And gunned it when the light turned green, and that was the last time I ever dressed. They were going to shoot you. You
2: think? No way. They felt way too bad to shoot you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> They're like, oh man, that poor guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: that like, Dude, white people.
1: <laughs> you don't pick up the middle of handicapped. I mean, they were, they were like, yeah, there's something yeah, wrong. I with was you. driving, so obviously that wasn't completely driving. right. So anyway, so anyway, yeah. Sorry. So, the, I mean, like all of
0: those exercises are try, trying to break down your inhibitions and, and uh, get you okay with taking the chances you need to take in order to improvise and not worry about the fear of looking dumb.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: There's two other things. I had to write this down so we can yeah. remember it. They're also teaching you, and this is key to what you're saying, is to listen. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because what they're saying is don't write a script in your head, listen to what the person says, and then you set, you repeat what they say, and that's back. It's one of those exercises. It's
0: very much an in-the-moment thing. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It, it, you can't sit there and get lost in your own thoughts and miss something that's happening at, I mean, in, in RPGs at the table. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and, and for, suddenly
3: come up with something. And for all the context. stupidity in those in those improv things, that is the takeaway that I get, which is listening to your partner, listening to the person that you're talking to, and every actor I've ever heard, interviewed in depth, or even in acting classes, they say that is the skill that you need the mm-hmm. most, yep. which is Agreed. when yeah. you're standing there, you memorize the lines mm-hmm. so you forget them, and then you actually listen right to the person who's opposite you and you respond accordingly. Which seems really simple, but even in real life we barely listen to people. We have huh? an agenda in our head. I mean we, we talk on top of each other all the time. We barely listen anymore. Yeah. And I think that it's a skill that when you're playing especially as a GM you need to you need to, there's a calmness and you just need to step back and listen because your players are going to give you stuff. Your mm-hmm. players are going to say stuff and th- they 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 are, they're your, kind of your
0: way out. They're kind of your lifeline. Mm-hmm. And I mean we have a tendency to wait for our turn to talk. And that's what we're doing. And even though we're paying attention, are we really processing what the person's saying or are we just waiting until there's a pause? And you know oftentimes understand?
3: we say, oh, yeah, that's great. No, here's my agenda, and I'm going to lay mine out now, too. Exactly. And you just completely deny what that person said. With the improv, that stuff, you're accepting, yes, I, uh, tequila's not just a, a breakfast drink and... <laughs> <laughs> I like to use it as a fire starter as well.
0: Right. Or a colonic. Or a yeah. colonic. I think. Um, wow. <laughs> I you never had it I'm sorry. <laughs> it's
2: not a good I think I, I made that mistake a lot when I was a new GM. Like, I actually used the players talking as time to, like, come up with, like, especially when I was improv like Like, they would be talking about stuff, and I would tune out, and I'd be like, okay, what am I going to have them do? What am I, which can be useful, but I, as I got more experience with GMing, I realized, like, what you were saying, like, what they're saying is actually much more valuable to me as a GM than what I could come up with while I was tuning them out. So, like, really listening and really... uh, One of the things I like to do um, is actually turning it around on them. Like, okay, you walk into a town. Hey, what do you see? And then, so suddenly I'm not there spending time like, coming up with all the details. Then they're able to come up with some of those details. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes, I mean... Especially when you're filling, it's it's something you can use a lot more than, like, when you actually need them to see a specific thing in the town. Right. But you can sometimes let them, like, ex- okay, what do you see? Uh, I see, you know, a bar, you know, some old ladies milking a cow, and it's like, okay. Um, you notice past the old ladies that there's a bunch of barrels sitting by the blacksmith, and they look a little odd or something like that. So you can then add whatever you need on top of that. Mm-hmm. But you, a lot of that filler stuff, like, why spend your time doing it when they can do it? And then that that increases their buy in to the world. Sure. What?
1: Absolutely. What happens to the worm? That's Mescal. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> in a, in a, in a tequila to con. So, no,
2: on, you know, just going back to listening. <laughs> and I was, the, the importance I, of listening.
1: I was hoping that someone <laughs> would catch me on that one specifically. Now, they, the, the,
0: the, there I think there are to, there are times it depends what the players talking about.
4: I think because mm-hmm.
0: if they're if they're sitting there and they're coming up with their sort of con- engaging in conjecture, trying to figure out what's going on, you definitely want to listen yeah. in on yeah. every bit of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If they're bickering about whether they should go left or right, that's the time to go to the bathroom. You can tune out. Yeah. It's that, okay to yeah. Right that, that,
2: that you can use <laughs> as stalling and like. Figuring that's when he can out. say,
0: "Okay, what's going to be on the left?" Because I yeah. figured they would go right.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I have to pee. Yeah. But some, some of the things that... Because that I, I, I went back and I thought about improv... Things that got improv'd a lot. And, the, the, of course, the, the most recent, largest example I could come up with was Scully going... This is in the Vampire Mode of Sin game. Scully going into the, the witch's house.
4: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, first off, there was a whole yes-and thing with making her... Oh, More hardcore. than just yeah, a, a yeah. woman that owned a, <laughs> owned a bar.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh my God. But
1: secondly, that, that was probably, uh, I think, one of the best examples of a yes and. Yes and. I yeah. totally ran with that. And a player, was, a player said, "That doesn't look that right to weird. me. That you, seems you weird." Spent an
3: enormous amount of time you got fixated on. It. Yeah. You're all mm-hmm. like, no, it's just, it's just three lines of filler, dude. I know how this is going to play out. You're know, like, Stu, it no,
0: it wasn't even did. an article. It. No, it was an ad.
3: Yeah,
4: it was
0: an <laughs> ad.
3: Yeah. And Stu was like, yeah, totally. Stu was like. It's the bear again! Oh my god! I'm, I'm putting crap in there to. Pick and this up. bear has machine
1: guns <laughs>
2: and doilies
1: right. and doilies and a book that showed up in yeah. the last scene of the game. The very right. final. The thing. very well, final.
0: That, that's what I was going to talk about. That book, I had no idea yeah. what you were going to come up with, and this is this sort of illustrates what I referred to as. Letting the future you figure out the details.
4: <laughs> yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep.
0: Mm-hmm. It, it, and it really comes down to when the players go into some place, the players talk to someone you didn't anticipate, and you need to come up with something. Very often, you can come up with anything. Absolutely. Yeah. It doesn't even need to be consistent. Doesn't need to make no. make sense mm-hmm. because. It's fucking magic, that's why. Tim's character <laughs> go, goes into her house, I think goes down into her basement. There's, yeah, something like that. Finds a chest and there's some books. Mm-hmm. Randomly grabs one. And leaves. Because they looked old. You made a roll, I think, and I think someone recognized it as maybe being Aramaic. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. didn't have to have any details. That was not at-the-table stews problem. No. That was... Stew after the game, sitting in front of his laptop. The after
1: Holy shit! What
0: who's, the hell, now, who's now going on Wikipedia? <laughs> like, what the
3: fuck is Aramaic? Well, no, I, rec- I knew
0: Ar- Aramaic was. A, well, yeah, anyway, yeah. Um, it was an old language. So, and one that I knew none of the
1: characters was probably Aramaic. Aramaic. No. <laughs> that would have sucked right. Aramaica, huh? it's right there. What's it say? <laughs> I crucified Jesus. Here it says right here. Joseph of a It's like ah. Uh, 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 <laughs> but.
0: You found the book, and for the course of that session, you got no answers about what that no, book was. I was stalling. Yeah. I I, fed, I came up with a book. I want to make the book important because I've now made this NPC important, <coughs> mm-hmm. so I need to figure out how this book is going to become a critical thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So after the session was over, I sat up, I opened up my, my, my OneNote. Page and I went through and I was like, what, "What do I want to do with the book? Well, let's see. What would be a really scary thing for them to have? Because I think it'd be cool if this book was scary because they're already kind of scared of this woman, even though she just owns a bar. <laughs> so how can I make her scarier? You created right. a
2: fucking monster. Well, then I,
0: one of the things is like, not, really. and one of the other yeah. things I improved was when you went into her house. I didn't know you were going to go into her house. I thought with with as fixated as you are on her, you're gonna. I figured you'd keep a distance. Oh no. You broke into her house. So I, I, I improvised the whole thing where you walk through the door and you feel kind of some a little bit of resistance walking mm-hmm. in. And which
1: made freak- my butt
0: clench. Which freaked yeah. you out. <laughs> right. And then but when you got the when you got the book, I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, okay, what am I gonna do? Oh, maybe this is like some sort of mage book of the dead where they can, can take over undead creatures oh, or something yes. like that. So I, I all of that all of the details of the improv, they happened later when I wasn't under the pressure of being at the sure. table. Mm-hmm. It w- obviously mm-hmm. if you're doing a one-shot, you can't do that unless you're going to take a lot of bathroom breaks. But <laughs> uh, if you if you're playing a Robotic l- Spiders, <laughs> but when you're playing the long game, which I think is where the sort of artistry of gaming really shines, mm-hmm. you don't have to come up with that stuff right away. Just make a note that at some point future you is going to have to worry about this and should probably figure it out. <laughs> and even if it's something that's like a total non-sequitur, like you have... Doilies. Well, but let's say let's say you have a uh, a villain that you've been chasing and the villain has been putting all kinds of roadblocks in your way or has been um, uh, trying to kill you or, or whatever or getting in the way of your plans or you've been getting in the way mm-hmm. of his plans or whatever. And... You get into a situation where the, the players make a turn, maybe the dice suddenly come up terrible, and all the characters are in danger of dying. And I just decide, I'm going to have this guy that they've been chasing save him. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Players going to be sitting there wondering, why did he, why did he, why s- did he do that? Why did what, he do what this? What the hell? What yeah. is his plan? What's going on? And, you know, you could probably, in your head, probably think of... Two or three different reasons why this might be happening. I mean, maybe even some really outlandish ones. Maybe he's saving you because he's got more plans in store for you later. <laughs> or maybe he's maybe he's going to try to. Uh Ransom you off? or Maybe, or yeah. R- 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 or maybe he needs you for something else, for some other nefarious plan. Or maybe he's traveled back in time from the future when he's changed his ways. I mean, there's all kinds a, of things. He's a double could, agent. He really isn't the bad guy you thought. He's actually working for somebody. Yeah, there's all right. kinds of things. And, and the, the thing is, you're going to... Nine out of ten times when you come up with something like that, when you've got a, a, a progression of a story, and all of a sudden you improvise something... Because you just have to come up with shit. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's and all the players are looking at you with this perplexed look like, this doesn't make any sense at all. You don't have to resolve at that session.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Just know that you're going to have to figure out, you're going to have to, dr- you've got A and Z. There's a lot of letters in between there, and you can come up with why that character did that thing or why this person is in this place when they shouldn't be things like that. That's an amazing thing to me and I, I want to ask you a question, which is, at what point did you
3: come up with this that, that it gave you the confidence to allow future stew to solve these things? Because that's it's the well, kind of thing that most people want to solve right then and there, they feel like they have to. At what point did you realize, I don't need that stress, I can deal with this at a later point?
0: Because that's not very intuitive. Uh, I think it's a contempt for my future self. Oh, all right. No, no. Um, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not intuitive at I, all. I mean, I everybody wants to, <laughs>
3: wants everything wrapped up in a little bow right then and there. And they feel like they're doing a player's a disservice that they don't.
0: Honestly, it's, it's taken a lot of time to get to the point to do that. And it's having done it so many times in the past where I literally was panicked about I just threw in this huge non-sequitur and I have no fucking idea how I'm going to solve this. I'm going to spend the rest of the session stalling. (laughs) So the party spends their time looking around, trying to figure out what's going on. And I'm taking notes, because I have to... Now, all of the no's I'm saying, or all of the uh, dead ends they come to, trying to figure out why this inconsistency exists, I have to make sure that none of those... ...are the ones I pick, right? Yep. Because that's doing a huge disservice to the players. Yes, yeah. it is. So I'm trying... So and nine out of ten times, I'm going to throw some other plot element in between... Here's the story that the players are anticipating. Here's the non sequitur. Something in the middle is happening. And and very often, that ends up becoming sort of a... Almost a key... Not necessarily a key, but a major plot the side element. side quest kind of thing, yeah. A side quest or... You know, the you know, the, the puppet master behind the
1: yeah behind the puppet or, or whatever that is. And and I'll tell you, if Stu had wrapped it all up in a bow, going back to that book thing, um the book would have just disappeared very far deep down into the sewers and no one would have ever heard of it again and the game would have been lesser for it. Right. The fact that Stu did kind of Calvin would have found it. Calvin didn't come to many (laughs) sessions later, but 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 the fact that Stu did drag feet on that one Mm -hmm. and let future Stu deal with it, I think made it better.
2: And it didn't feel like you were dragging your feet to us. No, at all. It felt like we were having to earn like everything we knew. Right. Like we weren't. You weren't just like here. It's like oh god, do we keep? Do you go farther into the house? Oh god, well we're afraid. We're all clenching our butts. Like. So yeah, great job.
3: As a GM, do you do you tell like would you would you tell current GMs to, to trust and maybe do homework after the game session is over to trust to trust that it will all be resolved? That you've started with a MacGuffin, it can stay a MacGuffin for the rest of that game,
4: oh.
3: and we can, you can flush it out later. It uh, doesn't have to
0: be solved right then and there. Generally, yes, I think so. Personally, and uh, different GMs are going to be different. Mm-hmm. I do my best game prep right after the game session,
4: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: and normally, mm-hmm. like when I was running the Moat game, especially the Moat game, also L five R, all of the long games that I that I ran, I almost always do my prep for the next session the
1: night of the previous game. That's probably really good advice. Everything's fresh in my yep, head. Yeah, it is really good advice. Every and every game I've run that's long like that. Mm-hmm. At the end of the game, I'm like, oh, I'm tired. I'm going to bed. And then, you know, the night before the next session, I'm like, oh, crap. What happened? What happened? happened?
0: Right, exactly. What happened?
3: Oh, uh, yeah. I can't tell you how many times after the motive game that I would go to bed thinking about the motivations that Albert was going to do later, maybe even write some notes down and stuff. Mm-hmm. But of course when you start playing again Asa had her notes and things and you not just Asa, but but things would happen that made most some of, it's it's of this stuff invalidated. <laughs> but, but yeah, I can see why that makes so much sense because you're in the moment, you're still jazzed, things are flowing, the juices are going and you're still thinking about it. It's really it is makes perfect sense. Yeah. When your game stops, the
0: GMing doesn't stop. They fir- right? Yeah. The first thing I do is I I summarize the game. Mm -hmm. Because my summary of the game is usually only one paragraph long, and it's only hitting on the stuff (laughs) that I know is significant story-wise or that I think is going to be significant story-wise. Whereas um, uh, Samantha is writing a two- or three-page chronicle of each session. Mine is, players did this, players met this guy... Uh, uh, this happened. Must this, fix this. This Mark guy was this. mad. Blah 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 blah. And then the next thing I put down is, what may happen next time. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if I had anything that I put in where I had some inconsistencies <laughs> or something, that's where I'm going to sit down and figure out what that's going to be. Because once you're away from the table, all GMS who who aren't running modules
2: mm-hmm.
0: know how to create. Sure. Oh okay. yeah, yeah. what we live for?
2: Right. Yeah. The Even prob- people who run modules, because you do still have to think on your feet. That's yeah. true.
0: Mm-hmm. The 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 only difference between prep in front of your laptop and prep at the game table is pressure. Yeah, yeah, that's it. An yeah. audience, yeah. So wait until the pressure's gone, mm-hmm. and you are going to come up with shit because if you are a GM and you you'll know, come up with your own worlds and uh, own adventures and stuff like that, you've got creativity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just wait until you are not under the pressure. If you can't work under that pressure, and do it then. Mm-hmm.
3: How many times, GMs? Have you said to yourself God I've come up with a solution now Why didn't I just wait Oh now it's, come, now it's perfectly clear And it's always after the game Or it's always a oh, day yeah. later You're like
2: Oh
1: I should have said I should have had them do Oh
2: That's my life as a player Right Yeah But, <laughs> my but God. That's,
1: that's our life with everything I mean yeah. gosh If I would have just researched that joke earlier <laughs>
2: If they did post the links. It is the inauguration. Oh, no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Was it the inauguration after the war started,
2: though? I don't know. I didn't click the link. But, like four of them posted. I love links.
0: the fact okay. that you're able to bring that
3: back as an example. Yeah, that's, no, that's very fine. good. That's yeah. good. Yeah. I, I, imagine I imagine it had to be.
2: Maybe, yeah.
3: Because he g- be. had yeah. four inaugurations. Yeah. So, um, So you bagged on the improv classes and all, but what you're basically saying is, you need to prepare. You need to be open and listen, and then and then afterwards,
0: flesh out. That's one that way of scene. doing. It. That's mm-hmm. one way of doing it, and that's one I rely on a lot.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I think there are more.
2: Yeah. Well, I think um, you know, stalling is always super helpful to give you time. Whether it's something you have, you you know, you throw out to have the players discuss. Excuse me, I'm drinking. Um, <laughs> like, to, to stall, so they have something to talk about. Mm-hmm. Whether you have them see, you know, come to a fork in the road and there's two signs, you know, so that then they have to decide, you know, and they have to talk about which way, direction it goes while you're planning whatever's going to be the next thing. Like, I think that's also, I mean, that's a, that's a technique that they teach you in improv classes sometimes, sure. is stalling. Mm-hmm. Like, how to do something, you know, wi- and, and give the other person time So when you are the person and you know, you're starting off the scene, you talk for a minute. You don't just say, you know, I mean, unless you're someone you've worked with before, it's kind of a dick move to be like, Blah (laughs) <laughs> and then just like wait for them to do the thing. Like you have to give them something. Give me know
3: these many months. What have thou been up to? Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, damn it. So, yeah. Uh. So you want
2: to give them something. So uh, you know it's the same technique with um, the players kind of being the, the new partner in the in the scene where you give them something to kind of vamp on while mm-hmm. you are then planning like what will happen next.
3: I, I, I'm a, I'm a big fan of stalling. Yes. I've I've made entire. Careers out of stalling.
2: Yeah.
3: Marriage <laughs> Kids <laughs> Punchlines. Um, but
0: that, is, that is
3: not a good game make. It is a tool in your chest, but I don't sure. think it should be no. I don't think it should be your fallback. I don't think it should be your default. I, I understand that it, it's important to have, but I, I, you should stall for the least amount of time that you that you have to,
2: unless it takes you a great direction, though.
3: Y- yes, it can. Y- yes, and yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's it can be it can be a reflex default, and people are going to thinking that uh, people will end up defaulting to the fact that you know they're thinking that they're a great GM because they're asking all these open ended questions of their players and never actually going anywhere. Right? Maybe just reacting to what their players do, and I don't think that that's. Quite the end game
2: I, I wouldn't I would disagree with you because in my jamming Style like I am almost 100% reactionary Which maybe it's not great But I I feel like like I create like my little Like like Snow globe of a world for them to play in And Like almost 100% there's been times where I've run Games where I actually don't know how it's going to end
4: mm-hmm.
2: And mm-hmm. wherever they Go like that guy that they end up picking is going to end up being the bad guy, unless I have to stall, and then it's not going to be that bad guy; it's going to be another bad guy, and it still all makes sense. Because you're
0: trying to fill four hours, right?
2: Because you know, a lot of times it <laughs> can't. So, um, you know, so I mean, there have been times where it's ma- been so much more interesting than what I had kind of planned in my head to begin with. All right. And they got to a completely different person, and it became a much more complex <laughs> story um, because they took it in a different direction. You know they, you know, focused on the PE teacher being the bad guy instead of the assistant principal because I don't know maybe because they felt bad because I was an assistant principal so they didn't want the assistant principal to be a bad guy. Well, PE <laughs> teachers
3: are naturally dicks.
2: Of course they're assholes, <laughs> but I don't Name know. And one that is. <laughs> well, okay, um, you know, so I I don't think being reactionary mm-hmm. and yes ending them is necessarily a bad thing. I know we've had like huge lengthy debates about this. It's,
0: I think for longer camp. It totally depends on what kind of players you have. Mm. But here, my game prep goes down to probably 25% or 10% of what I do at the start of a game when we get into like session six, seven, and eight. Right. Because...
2: We fucking talk like crazy. Well,
0: well, part part of... (laughs) And and, and we, we have a lot of very proactive players. These two guys. I know. Yeah.
2: What yeah.
1: What, do you, what what?
2: Talking. You guys talk. It's not bad. It's just like it's 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 engaging. We end up like art like I, I mean have, all our games.
1: I have always considered myself to be a very well thought and soft spoken individual. My
2: school is I think that's great that's <laughs> it. I can't Dang. do it I'm sorry I can't do it Don't
1: make fun of my boy But no
2: I mean it's, it's amazing <laughs> And it's entertaining But ha- like And I, I think it's because We're all really great friends Like we sit here And there have been times Where we have Like debated And argued Or just role played For literally like 30 minutes
0: yep. Oh longer than ro- that Long uh, than Hours
2: that, yeah. at a time Where like He literally had to do nothing And we were all Super engaged We were having a great time Stu could have like Gone to a play <laughs> And come back and been like, oh, well, I'll just I'm gonna read go to get methods. pizza. Yeah, are make it's, a perception
0: roll. Yeah, role. yeah. Right. I'll be back in the fire. so it's not
2: a bad game. Like we're all still having a fabulous time, but like, I mean, and I think some of that is still rooted in the gming. Yes, I sort the, of got off tangent,
0: but the, pro- the, the the thing is, if you have players who are gonna who are gonna develop their own agendas for their characters, <laughs> you need to do less prep. Yes. You probably should do less prep. You should probably, because you're, A, you're probably wasting some of your time.
4: Yeah.
0: And B, yes. they're going to have an idea. If you've, if you've already set up some plot hooks, and you've got very engaged players, which we have, no. you are going to come to the table. They're going to have plans that they're going to want to implement right away, because they've been thinking about it for a week or two weeks, and they've figured out, okay, this is what we need to do. So yep. <laughs> as a GM, especially the later sessions of Motive Sin, a lot of it was, okay, so we've just had our, our recap of last session. Now what do you guys think about you know, <laughs> <and, and> it? <laughs> it's funny because <laughs> I, I just read a blog post somewhere about someone who, who said, things that you can say besides what do you want to do. Right? I don't need to say anything besides what I want to do. Now, this is not this may not be necessarily a typical role play. Right. right. No. And if you have a group that is more passive or quieter or maybe slightly less engaged, then you're going to your your level of preparation is probably going to stay fairly constant from the beginning to the end of the campaign because you're going to need to have some way to push them and keep them going.
2: Before we go into that, just for yeah. a second, I do want to go back to what you were saying about um, like players who you know have you ambitions on their own. you waiting for your turn to
0: talk rather than listening. No,
2: I was listening, but <laughs> <laughs> I was 100 percent listening. But I, before you before you dig right into that, I wanted to make one more point. Go go. In a, but I think it's you, I think you still have to do prep with players like Tim who have their own agendas for their characters, which is. You know something that Scully if, was famous for. If um, you can, yes. But, <laughs> but it's, a, it's a different kind of prep. Rather than you planning, it's you touching base with those players mm-hmm. between sessions. Like not necessarily. Like may, they may not want to tell you their plans because then you can like plan, get surprised, right? But yeah. you, but just touching base with them, saying you know, like okay, uh, I've, I feel. Is there anything I need to know so I can be ready next session? Or you know, if they don't want to tell you that because then that gives you hints, because um, then you might. You know, re- p- know that they're going to plan to call in the prince on to bomb the island. Um, <laughs> spoilers. Um, then uh, you know, just touching base with them so they feel like making sure it's yeah, not that they're making stuff up because they feel like you don't have anything. And right. there's a lot of times where I mean we aren't like that. Like we do this because we like screwing you over. Um, I mean having fun and <laughs> right. playing. I mean, but <laughs>
3: what I mean. I mean, what it. I
2: mean is by
3: screwing over. I mean, yeah.
2: But I, I, I think I think touching base and having that communication with different players, saying is there anything I can I can do for you? Having oh. those RP moments sometimes that aren't at the table. Because right. there's a lot of times that you did that with us in Mode of Sin where like. You'd say, okay, you go here, you're going here, what happens there? So that we didn't then have to deal with that well e- during everyone's time here.
0: Right. And, and also, just a GM talking to players saying, it would be very helpful, Dave and I did this with the Dead Rain game. Yeah. It would be very helpful if we kind of had an idea what direction you guys might go.
2: Yeah, that would have been great. Did you I, actually say
0: that? Was it in that game or was it a different game that Oh, I did no,
2: that? you told us that and we had no idea.
0: Uh, th- right. Because we
2: were sh- so busy yelling at each Maybe other. Maybe there
0: was, a, was it, there might have been another game where I asked that and someone gave me an answer. We, we should. It might have been in Dominion.
2: Yes, I feel like you did that in Dominion. So what times. the
0: hell are you guys doing? What <laughs> of the many planets in the solar system that are you guys going to do go, go to next? Yeah. I would really like to know that before we end the session. Yeah. I think I. I yeah,
2: it was that I, one, and you did that I think in Traveler with us a few times, right? Because especially when you have the whole universe to go in, like literally the universe.
0: Yeah.
3: That's yeah. a good note, guys, because <laughs> every now and again it's okay to break that fifth wall and say, all right, mm-hmm. I have no idea what you guys are doing. Where are you going next? So I have something to give you tomorrow.
1: Give me a clue. Give yeah. me an give, inkling. Throw
3: me a freaking bone right. here.
1: Right. We, should, uh, we should see if we can go back and fish out all the Slack messages that I would send you during the week about stuff that I wanted to do oh, at our right. next session. Because well, th- there were some really. That actually brings
0: up an interesting point. Mm-hmm. First off, we've hit the 10,000. Slack yeah. messages, so now stuff is going to start going away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So some, some of that early stuff <laughs> is going to start disappearing. Because <laughs> it's paying for
1: Slack. It's they want expensive. Yeah. Be, yes. It is not, yeah. not But the interesting point that I was going to bring up is we're talking about improv here and we're talking about how we've got players here that just, you know, they sit down at the table and they just go. Uh, I think the thing we're overlooking is those are very similar skills to improv as a player mm-hmm. as it is, I think, to improv as a GM. Yeah. Yes. And for the GMs who, who are concerned about improving and being able to run with it as a GM, mm-hmm. I think if they took a moment and stepped back and looked at what they did as a player yeah. mm-hmm. to improv, that, that would give them some starting points to go from. Right. Because it's pretty much kind of the same
2: thing. It is, 100%.
1: What no?
0: No, but you
2: were, you started to talk again about people who need a little bit more like structure. Right.
0: Well, that was, that was what I was going to talk about. The what my prep, and, and I am writing a book on GMing right now, and this is going to be probably almost a whole chapter. Is is what might happen, mm-hmm. and when I did my mm-hmm. OneNote for each session, I had a little summary, figured out any non sequiturs I needed to figure out, and then in bold up what might happen, mm-hmm. and I list three or four things. Mm-hmm. So
3: when you say non sequiturs, what do you mean by the, the, that? The,
0: the things that got improv that needed to be harmonized with the existing narrative, like the book, like the book. Okay. What is the book? Okay. what significance does the book have?
3: I had a feeling that's what it was. I just yeah. wanted you to clarify yeah. there.
0: But the the whole what might happen thing was me basically because you know there's several plot threads going going along. There's several bad guys and not necessarily bad guys, rivals <laughs> who are out there. Doing NPCs who are doing things. There's plot elements. There's there's antediluvian maybe buried underneath the island. There's wait um, what right. <laughs> there's 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 the scary book. There's Sebastian. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, et, cetera, et cetera, There's all these all, right. all these different things. So what I would do is I'd sit down uh, when I'm doing my prep and say, here are four things that might happen in the next session. Uh, Sebastian might—you might—my guys might discover that Sebastian has booked uh, the Gaslight Theater on the mm-hmm. island, or you might discover that, or or um, Riley's sire may come and warn you that she's heard that there's a bunch of elder vampires who are headed in this direction because they think this area is in chaos and they want to take over, or um, uh, someone has discovered a couple pages of of the book of the dead that you guys found and then maybe gave on back on the internet right <laughs> and, and, and 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 someone might cause problems with that so i'll come up with three or four things that might happen in the session easily half the time i don't need to even use any of them no. but but that's because of these players but they're there and i've used i have used them
4: yeah
0: they're there when there's a lull yeah. Mm-hmm. When yeah. there's a moment when all of a sudden things kind of go, okay, there's a pause here and no one's quite sure what to do. Riley, your phone rings at your That's cell. what
3: I was going to say. It's like you've done that crap yeah. and you put in your OneNote and now now you've actually fleshed out your world <coughs> and now you have another tab that you can now flick to when
1: you need something to it's right. To it's to the fill proverbial... Up. Someone runs into the room with a gun. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. Except Oops. all of these are in context. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All these are. In yeah. context.
2: Which is actually a problem we have fairly frequently. It's not. It's not that we aren't engaged. It's what we're going to talk about in a few minutes, which is a good segue to like player indecision. Mm-hmm. Like, and this is something that we faced and um, in Moat, which is like seems to be the the example of the evening a lot. Like where we had so many things happening that we kind of like froze with a little bit of indecision.
1: You should just let me take over. Sorry.
0: <laughs> Analysis paralysis. Yes. yes.
4: Well, we, that, do, we had
2: that a lot.
0: That yeah.
3: and there's only so much you can do in one game session. Right. When you right. have eight things to do and they're all pressing, you're like, you... you yeah, but we you gotta sat... we to do this, we're going to do that, we're going to do lot. this.
1: We sat around and went over a list of like four or five things over the course of like an hour. And, and then put
0: pins in all of them.
1: And then put pins <laughs> in all of them. and then And then went back to the top of the list and started going down it again. Like that was one session where we just kept... Circling back to these same oh, things.
2: That's what you, happens when you have like a corporate person as <laughs> prince. Like you make lists and you slowly and <laughs> analyze which thing will be most strategic. It, 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 to, to be fair, next. we'd
3: be in the middle of plotting something and something else would go sideways that
0: we had to react <laughs> that, like, to. That would, that would happen true. sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, That was earlier on, though. Yeah. That didn't happen as much later on.
4: Yeah.
2: I feel like if Layla had been prince, it would have been like you're doing this, you're doing this, you're doing this, but like. Adrian was a little bit more of like a democratic prince, and we all talked about what yeah. we wanted. Because
0: true are very democratic.
2: Well, I'm not, I'm not democratic, <laughs> but
1: I don't know that I can raise my one eyebrow any further without ripping the skin off my forehead. It's not fair. It's not fair. I mean, she, we're
3: standing there, and her building gets blown up, and the the Sabat invade, and well, I mean, and, and, and all of these happened like in one session. We were being we were ping ponging back and forth. Quite Quite literally.
0: All. That's all me trying to get you guys to do something. I
2: right. get it. Well, and 100%, <laughs> like, I, like, I own part of that was me as a player, like, not wanting to tell other players what to do.
0: Yes, that's a problem whenever you have a hierarchy yeah, yeah. yeah, Yeah. Players. So
2: it was like me trying to be a prince without just making everybody else do what I wanted.
0: Mm-hmm. Which is a
2: really tricky thing, and I actually was a little relieved when Adrian died eventually. Spoilers. Um... <laughs> Cause Wait, like I love that died? character. Yeah, she. I'm just she got um, Killed. Yeah, she, he knows. Um, I know. He loved her. It's um, a difference um, between dying. Yeah, but I, I mean that was something that was really really tricky. And actually, in a weird way, like I almost had to do prep before sessions too. Right. Like not as extensive as a GM, but I, like okay, like how am I gonna do this without just telling people to do something? Because I don't know. I didn't. I really don't. I'm not. I love telling people what to do in real life. I don't like doing that at the GMing table or at the game table because it feels like I love how everyone just throws. Because you feel agency. Yeah, yeah, they're right. just like we're not going to let our faces do any facial expressions. We're not reacting to Kimmy being a bossy, <laughs> bossy, bossy person. Um, but yeah, so anyway. But yeah. it's interesting that as if you're put in that position in a game too you also have to do prep.
0: Yeah. The other, because the other, um, t- I, I, I wrote on like d- sort of tools for improv
4: mm-hmm.
0: that I... Came up with. Mm-hmm. The other one was understanding your world. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. The analogy I came up with was an improv jab, jazz musician. Mm. When a jazz musician is going to improv a solo, they're not just playing a bunch of random notes.
1: Depends on the type of jazz.
3: Oh, shut it's up. It's not, not really. random. Numbers. All right, all right, all right. Or oh, when, a, when, a, when, a, when a rock guitarist is launching into a solo.
2: When a good jazz musician.
3: That was
0: a, just supposed to be a joke, really. They prep. Yeah. yeah. Their prep is practice. But if you are a jazz guitarist and mm-hmm. someone calls you up and says, I want to book you to come and do a, a improv solo on the CD I'm recording, what's the first question you're going to ask? Maybe not necessarily for guitar, but for other instruments, saxophone. <laughs> what key is it in? Exactly. Yeah. You're going to ask mm-hmm. what key is in. What's the chord progression? We're just going to jam and see for a while? Yeah, what's the chord
3: progressions? All right. You, okay. got, you
0: have to know what's that. What's the meter? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because that's the world of your solo. Yep.
3: Yeah. Yeah. This, these, are the, yeah. These, are, these are the parameters that I'm playing in.
0: You can do the same thing with your world. Mm-hmm. You have to know your world. You have to know how politics works. Yeah. How society works What the social mores are How it NPCs The other thing I put down here Is understanding your cast Understanding your NPCs Where things are Right And what their needs are. Because the are, more yeah. you know About your world The less pulling out Of your ass You have to do right. Yeah, And exactly. the more yeah. reasoning You're going to do And let's yeah. face
3: it That's the most fun About being a GM anyways. world building Coming up with that world Coming up with those politics Coming oh, yeah. up with those NPCs Playing those NPCs You can't tell me You didn't have fun Playing Calvin I love playing (laughs) California.
2: Well, and one of the things that um, I've stolen from Stu for when I GM at cons and I have, you know, 13 hours to prep, um, is I set my... (laughs) That's on you. (laughs) It's totally on me, 100% on me, is I set it in a place that I know or set it in a place that I can find, you know, a map of. Like, Mm -hmm. you've done that a couple times. Dead Rain took place in our local Southern California. Yes, which you know really expedited things because you knew where everything was. Dave knew where everything was. Oh, we all knew where yeah, everything exactly. was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So rather than having mm-hmm. to keep referencing maps and look at this, we're like, oh, and there was a couple disasters' like, oh, is that this way? Because I am terrible at directions. But right. you know, for the most part, same thing. You know, with Motive Sin, it all took place in LA and on Catalina, so we all basically knew the basic geography of the place mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and things like that, which is mm-hmm. a huge, huge um, benefit. When I ran my very first, you know, second con game. Um, I was r- running with Frey, Wild Talents, for the first time, and we it was set in a high school, and we got about halfway through the game, and we realized every person at that table was picturing their high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I was picturing my high school, and Frey I was picturing his high school. Yep. So when we were yep. talking about running to the field, we were all talking about way different things. Oh, yeah. So it was like, oh, okay, we're going to draw this out now, because yep. for the most part, you don't really use maps or anything in Wild Talents. Yep. Yep. So, you know, I think that is a super, super smart move if you're trying that's to a, save time. That's a great Wait,
3: shortcut. Yeah. A, a, there's a story I had when we were playing uh, Champions years ago. We would, you know, mimic the Marvel comics and put it in New York. And at one point, they're like, somebody focused down on neighborhoods and geography. And we're like, you know, I don't actually know New York. I have no idea <laughs> oh, where we are. No. no, no where we said in Baltimore, I have no idea. So we eventually just put it in our hometown. Because of that exact reason. Yeah. All right, yeah. you're on the corner of Fifth and Morrison. <laughs> mm-hmm. Got it.
2: <laughs> Got it.
3: <laughs> yep. I'm sorry, Tim. Go ahead. You had a, you had a you, thing were you were about to say
2: something. You forgot already.
1: Here, I, I picked it up. You can. <laughs> anyway, no, <nope>, don't remember. <laughs> Gone now. So that, but I know that it was probably one of the greatest things we would have heard tonight.
4: Yeah,
0: absolutely. Sure. The best song in the world. <laughs> 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 I now
2: have "Good Morning Baltimore" stuck in my head, though. Thanks. For that sort That's great. Yeah, yeah. That's what happens when you're a theater nerd.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. But yeah, That's I mean,
0: songs. But song but, I, but I think I think if you have your bad guys and you know what their personalities are, like you know what their capabilities are, and you know what their resources are. I'm hearing a weird noise. Oh, it's gone. Uh, you when the players do something unanticipated that the bad guy has to react to. You're going to have all the tools you need right there to figure out what it's yeah. going to do. You just yeah. need to give yourself a second and say, okay, well, okay, my bad guy, uh, he's really wealthy, uh, so he can afford, so the party just went into hiding, and I wasn't expecting him to go into hiding, so I need to try to find them. So I'm going to hire like nine private investigators to search around and see if they can find them. Right. They're going to they're gonna maybe go hang out at uh, grocery stores, because wherever it is they're hiding, they might need, um, depending on the setting, they might need water, or they might need food, or... Um, maybe one of them has a disease and needs medication regularly, so maybe I'm going to stake out the pharmacies or whatever it might be. So the, so he's going to try to figure out, okay, this is how I'm going to try to find people. And that informed, that just informed a fantastic scene in your story. Sure. When so-and-so has, is the character with diabetes, it's like, I'm out of insulin, I need to go to the store. Okay, they go to the, the local Walgreens to go get your, your insulin, yeah, you see a shady character outside of the place, hmm. standing there. He's got a collar up, and he's wearing a fedora. <laughs> <'Cause>
2: all <laughs> here
0: Exactly, yeah. and 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 well, you know he might be following you. He's walking. He seems to be walking in the same direction. He's on the other side of the street, but when you stop, he stops. So maybe he's following. You. Mm-hmm. So suddenly you've got this really tense scene when the party's trying to hide from somebody, and and all you had to do was just reason out what, yeah, what mm-hmm. the, the bad guy. Would think of or is capable of doing right.
4: Does he
3: have a minion he could send? Does he is he right. doing it himself? Yeah. Oh, say so, Stu. Osage likes Stu. Uh, what What are the, the 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 bullet points that to sum up that you would tell a new GM to just to, to give them confidence for
0: for improvising for improvising? Try to forget your fear of looking stupid. That I think is key. Yeah, have to do that. Yep. Whatever answer you give doesn't necessarily have to be wrong. Yeah. So what's the worst that could happen, right? All you're doing is screwing future you. <laughs> yep. Into trying to figure out how you're going to shoehorn that into there. The you image. go. How yeah. you're going to yeah. fix it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 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 I, I I kind of glossed over that a little bit, but sometimes it can take a couple days. Yeah. To figure that stuff out. Oh sure. Yeah. Very often when I'm getting into a, a, a very complicated part of the game. I go to when I go to work in the morning. I walk around the block a couple times to get a little bit of exercise in before work starts. And during that time, if I'm in a complicated game and there, and we just had a session the night before or a couple nights before, and, and I've stole got a freaking book, yeah, and, and I've got some <laughs> some stuff that I haven't quite figured out yet. I will sit and piece through that in my sure, head, yeah. and basically sort of war game possible um, nexuses to connect what
1: had happened to the weird thing I came up with. That's and my, try to figure it out. That's my commute time. Right. I have an hour to work, an hour home. Mm-hmm. I'm starting up a, started actually, a, a Savage Worlds World 20 game. Mm-hmm. And that's what every spare thought that I've had over like the past four, five weeks now has been. Right. You know, what's going to happen, the things that are in the, the place where they're going to be, all that kind of stuff. It's all right commute time, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. So, don't worry about
0: what you're making up. Just make something up. Mm-hmm. Figure it out later. Know your world. Know your NPCs. Those you should have a pretty. Mm, those are the five. Those are the five things that I think will help you. Will help you improv. Now, none of those are like a formula or like a, a magic secret thing, right? Because NPCs are like, going to come and go, so that's a fluid thing. Well, no, but I mean, as far as far as how do I improv?
4: Yeah.
0: Practice. How do I learn how to improv? <laughs> what what blog post can I read so I can become a right, good Im- right. Im- improv?
3: Show me in the book what are
0: the rules sorry, I need to follow. I don't think that exists. You are going to become a better improver by doing it. By doing, yep. Now, mm-hmm. if you want, you can go out and read books like Impro and uh, the Was It Truth and Comedy. Mm-hmm. You know the, the the great improvisation books. They'll give you a, they'll give you a little bit of stuff. About improv and about fear and things but, like but that. It's all, it's all very. But that's a whole different thing. Yeah, It, is. it, yeah. it really mm-hmm. is a whole different thing. And there's not that much you're going to get out of that. That's gonna, you're going to be able to bring to the table. No.
3: I, I think you can really boil it down to this. It's like how do you how do you have a conversation with somebody? Can you tell somebody how to have a conversation? Exactly. You yeah. can't really because no. everybody has their own style of talking. Teach me and all how, how to do small talk. Yeah. I, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if you're profoundly autistic. But but, but my point being that that. Everybody's going to have their own style and their own way, and we. And yet, I have conversations every day. I can't tell you the rules I use for them. Right. Um, most of it is listening. Mm-hmm. When somebody tells me something, I listen, and then I distill that and respond. Right. That's ostensibly what you're doing as a GM at, mm-hmm. at its core. Yeah. And we all have our own style and our own way of distilling things. Uh, you know, a lot of people make it about themselves. A lot of people make it about the other people. A lot of people apologize for everything they do. Whatever right. it is that. However, you approach things, that's that's your conversational tone, and that's kind of the way you GM it. I, I can None of us can tell
0: you no. what it is. Yeah. you can't say yes and unless you heard what you're yesing. That's true. That's
3: true. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. as I've said before, yes and is not. It's a tool that we use. I, know, I want to sprout wings and fly. You can't yes and that one. Uh, no, but. <laughs> mm-hmm. You fall off the cliff and think how great it would have been to have wings, and
0: here's your falling damage. <laughs> <laughs> or you know there's an inventor that lives on a hill okay, over there. He's kind of crazy, know. and he's got flying machines. No one knows if they work. He might be able to build one for you. <laughs> We're playing D&D. Time.
2: We don't have to worry about falling off a cliff. It's fine. That's right.
0: You, yeah. right. Once you hit a certain level, you're not going to die. No.
2: Nope. <laughs> <It's true. laughs>
3: I'm telling you, the falling down the stairs test works every time. Yeah, that's it's like a great a time. How deadly is the system if you fall down the stairs? Oh, well. Yeah. So you, can you should change that gauge. Page. Yeah. Making fulfilling filler. Here we go. Thank you from Garrett. Fulfilling filler. Yep. You like it. like the hostess no. fruit pies. For fulfilling I filler. Think. Oh, no. The cherry
0: f- ones. I haven't had one of those in a long
3: time. Do they even make them anymore? <sighs> yes, of course. I they remember did. as a kid they were huge, and
0: I think they're much. Oh, they do that with everything. No, but maybe because I'm bigger. Small. Right? Yeah. No, yeah, it's a, it's no, a, no. They they've been shrinking all snack sizes. They oh have. yeah! it's
2: because they realized everyone was dying
0: no no, no. it's because they want to keep the prices the same at, at certain convenient price points but co- the cost of stuff goes up so like remember you used to go to a vending machine and buy a bag of potato chips a bag of potato chips oh, is that here. big yeah, right. another bag of potato chips is that I, big and it's
3: 90% air as a kid I could not eat a whole host of fruit pie they were huge
2: that's because right. now they hold one serving where before it was they just like good and luck m- and mostly air figure serving
0: I don't think I, I, I refuse to believe that junk food manufacturers care that much about our health no. no,
2: they got sued, so they started caring about that. I don't think so. Mm-hmm.
0: And they had—they uh, got sued about the air because <laughs> there's actually a, a potato chip air, yeah, regulation. Yeah, yeah. How much air? Which it's not actually which, air. Which products you can, you can you can you can pump full of air, and not have it be considered it's deceptive not actually, packaging. It's like
3: uh, neon gas
0: or something in there to keep things fresh. I don't, like, it's not neon. Uh, I don't. It's, it's got to be inert. Probably ni- nitrogen. It's probably it nitrogen. is nitrogen. It's probably nitrogen. It's it gotta green. suck
1: for cheese puff makers because they're all puffed up with air inside. I'm off my mark. I've been going for a while. Sorry. Hi, Happy Jacks.
0: <laughs> I'm pretty new. I'm a pretty new DM. About four levels into the first campaign, and for the most part, it's going great. But there's one thing that I'm struggling with. I'm having trouble making the time between things happening, between things happening, interesting. I've already tried shortening that time, but you can't just get rid of this time completely. Any tips on this? How can I make the filler periods more fulfilling? Who wants to jump at the bit and give the obvious answer? Well, like, uh, you just jump ahead in time? All right, you're there. They don't
1: have to be fulfilling.
0: You can't just get rid of this time completely. Yes, yes, you you can. can.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So I want to travel from one town to the other. All right, you're there.
0: Awesome, yeah. If you want to have something interesting happen, <laughs> or if you want to foreshadow something, yeah. if you want to say, okay, this next town is run by an evil wizard. So maybe as you get closer and closer to the town, some of the graveyards, some of the bodies have like crawled their way out and they're like moving along as zombies and skeletons and shit. Or maybe you know, th- there's refugees coming yeah. from the town in the opposite direction as you're coming in. You can have all kinds of other things happen as you get closer to the town. But you don't have to go. Okay, day one is past. Right. Day two is past. This is not High Guy Gaxium, where you actually like <laughs> have to hobble the
3: horses and everybody has to go around for food, nope. and then time management is a problem because it's getting dark. That does not a fun game make anymore. I mean, I mean, if you really want to play a tactical warfare game, that's kind of what that is. Is you resource management. I
0: mean, depending on the sort of game you're playing, if you're playing a game where resources are super thin. You will at least want to let the players know. Okay, you're traveling from this town to this town. It's going to take you two weeks. The first seven days go by uneventfully. Everyone yep, mark exactly. off seven days of fresh go. water and there food. There you go. Yep, yeah. perfect. But you can do it
1: just like that.
0: You
4: don't have That's to
1: politics. go through every day. I mean, look at it this way.
0: We
4: please, live.
2: Please don't go through every day.
1: <laughs> we live. Out, we live in you know, Los Angeles area, and uh, sometimes we go to Vegas, and it's like depending on how fast you drive. A, four and a half to six or seven hour drive. Sure. Depending on traffic, right? How many times have we been sitting in the car going, oh my gosh, is this drive ever going to end? Every time I go to Vegas. Why would you want to make that happen in your role-playing game? It's not fun. Why would you think it's fun at a table? It's not fun (laughs) in the car. Why would it be fun in the table? It's not. So You just go, okay, six hours pass and you're in Vegas. Rad. I can little remember more, little right?
4: little
3: more <laughs> <laughs> I can remember when World Greyhawk came out.
2: Oh, Elvis,
0: that, is that yeah. what
2: that was? We've had drastically different Vegas experiences.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, no, 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 I'm talking about I'm talking oh. about movie Vegas. Oh,
2: yeah. oh okay. I'm talking,
0: I'm talking
1: yeah. about like, like every time when you drive,
4: oh, in, you see the signs. Vegas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Anyway, I can remember
3: what when World of Greyhawk true? came out. Remember, remember when Greyhawk yeah. came out? Mm-hmm. And basically the whole idea was that you would go from town to town and visit the town. And each town had like a little paragraph and write-up and a little section in them and such. And and it was actually interesting to travel between town and town. And they even gave you wandering monsters and stuff. Sure, But that was kind of the adventure. So I, if that's your thing, if you haven't figured out anything yet... Sure, you could have wandering monsters. You could have bandits show up, and as you say, you could foreshadow. And sometimes going from one town, which was boring, to another town, which has maybe something else going on, or following following a lead there can take you there, and that's and that's fine. But don't you don't have to do that all the time. And I wouldn't recommend it for every, any mm-hmm. right. Maybe maybe for a fantasy game, but sci-fi games, uh, even even a hard-boiled detective game, it could be really. Very tedious. Take
0: it. Take a. Uh, take a, a lesson from Star Wars. Sure. Mm-hmm. Luke Skywalker goes with R two D two in his X wing fighter to go find uh, Yoda. Uh, Yoda in
1: Dagobah.
2: Yeah. He's the only one here who didn't know the name of that place. How long is he gone?
1: <laughs> we don't, have, don't know. Know idea. No idea. He takes There's off. Then he lands. <laughs> There's
0: a few scenes yeah. that happen. And he comes back in Jabba the Hutt's thing in the next film. And he's a fucking badass. <laughs> did they show us no. every scene no. that happened from when he got no. t- got there and first met Yoda to when he says, No, I must leave. It's well, time now. Even
3: simpler than that. I mean, he, they, they, the Millennium fucking takes off from Tatooine. They go into hyperspace. And then they arrive at their destination. And, and then there's what? no wandering damage. How long did it take for them to get there? Knows. We don't know. And it doesn't matter Rocky. at the speed
0: of plot.
2: Montage. Yeah, that's what I was... The that's, power of the montage. Right. <laughs> right.
0: You can yeah. do a montage. Or you can just not even have a montage no. if it's if it's not necessary. Right. And just say, okay, yeah. And then
1: land at the next planet and then
0: off you go. Yeah, off you go. Or go into the next town.
1: And yep. Stork Senate, The phrase that I was looking for. The speed of plot. Yeah. Exactly. It's right. The speed of plot. You get there how fast. I think fast someone asked
0: Joss Whedon about that for Firefly. I think that's where that came from. Probably was they said. Well, h- how fast does the does the does the firefly fly? Go? Yeah, so it, f- it, it flies at the speed of plot.
4: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah,
0: yeah. Exactly. I, I, and it's Maybe a glib response,
3: it. but it, it's absolutely true. Which is, if something interesting is having the next town, just have them go. Yeah, right. If, if something interesting is on the next planet and they want to go there, they're following a thread. Have them <coughs> just go there.
0: If you want to, if you want to, you know, sort of convey to the players how long and tedious the trip was between town A and town B rather than show them every inch of that tedium take one or two create one or two scenes that happen around a campfire or in the back of a wagon as they're moving along on the road playing checkers or fighting over checkers or you know let the characters get some character be, development t- and to be fair in Star Wars they did play chess they did, yes. They had a scene where <laughs> That's right. this is going to take us a while to get here, so we're going to play chess. Right. Yeah. Uh, Let the Wookiee win.
2: Yeah, Hivemind suggested push her, uh, the ruler across the map, Indiana Jones style. Yeah,
0: there you go. Right. Mm-hmm. Or do you get a, get a Sharpie. Go to the
4: The little plane. And it
1: even lands at like Malta and then goes
2: yeah. on again. Yeah, <laughs> right. Maybe the refueling stuff. Yeah, so yeah it's awesome. And,
1: and Hivemind will really specifically appreciate this next point. What's that thing in Savage Worlds called? It's a, an intercession or something like that? I can't remember the exact name of it. An intercourse. Um, an intercourse. No. No, it's not an intercourse. <laughs> <laughs> well, interlude, interlude. An interlude. Thank you. Yeah. Where you just have an interlude. You say, oh, you want to go to Tatooine. Okay. So, start. Here's, I'm going to throw out some cards. Tell me about right. a tragedy. Tell me about a tragedy that you had. And then you've done your interlude, and okay, you're at Dagobah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. So,
0: y- yes, that, your it's answer to your question going is... To Tatooine.
2: <laughs> our, en- our answer to your question
0: is that we're going to argue with one of your premises, yeah. which is you can skip over. You, yeah, you yeah. probably can.
2: High now, min- Hi Mind says, "Shut the fuck up, Tim." And
3: and, and we did answer like, how, how do you make the filler periods more fulfilling? Uh, the interlude is a great example. Also, yeah. just I don't think skip you.
4: Them. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> That's how you yeah. make them more interesting. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
4: yeah.
0: Well said. Uh, and I, you know, I, I was—I I talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Brian brought it up on the forums when I used to run my GURPS game in Brian's dorm mm-hmm. in Cal State Long Beach. Uh, I would do this. I would do the whole. Every, okay, it's day one. It's day two. It's day three. And Brian was going like this: move along. And I'm like, what are you doing? I'm looking for the fast, fast forward, forward button.
2: <laughs> were they were they trying to invent indoor plumbing then? Like, never mind. That was an age joke. Um, I did have Aww, one thing. Did, are age? you being ages? I am being ages. I hate you. So it's, it's it's a thing.
0: We had indoor plumbing.
2: Okay.
0: The, but the toilet tank was up really? high. You oh. had to pull. You had the, to
2: pull the thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you guys talk about um, on spaceships already?
3: <laughs> were you not listening?
2: Well, I went to the bathroom we for a were moment. Right
3: here, we were talking about Star Wars and, yeah. and
4: yes.
2: You. No, no, no. I mean, no, no. That yes, I heard that. But I mean, very specifically, the the throwing out like drama in for in, in close situations in close travel situations. No, go. no. Okay. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't like repeating no. points. But I, that is the one situation where I'd say that you can have really amazing stuff happen along the way. When people are enclosed in a tin can in space where they can't go anywhere, <coughs> it does actually provide some really awesome.
3: <laughs> Dave and I did a whole traveler game. Yeah, yeah, based, it based like, with we were in space. Yeah,
2: opportunities for those interludes. It's uh, now I find it not as interesting for like fantasy campaigns because there's still like, oh well, I'm mad so I'm leaving. Like when you're in a tin can in space, it doesn't matter how mad you are. You can't go. Anywhere. You can't go anywhere.
1: Wasn't there something with a goat?
2: In one of those old yes, ones, Dave killed my goat, jerk. Goat.
1: <laughs> I knew that. No, I Idle doing. hands <laughs> at the
2: devil's workshop. Yeah, so I would say that is like the one, the, like great situation where like forcing them to not necessarily every single fucking day of a trip because that's ridiculous. Yes. But like, hey, this is going to be a long trip. Oh. Here's, here's a thing that's going to cause... Like, here's a bomb that's going to explode in the party. Have fun with that. When
0: you're was stuck that? together. Dave, Dave's in the chat room, oh. and he's obviously been drinking because he says, Fuck, Fuck that the goat.
2: goat. <laughs> <laughs> I, Dave and I actually repaired a relationship because he gave me a little stuffed goat, and oh, yeah. I still have it. I know. You didn't he,
0: talk to him for weeks. He, did, he actually felt He it bled off into real goat. life. <laughs>
2: That no, wasn't really mad. At you, Player indecision
0: from William in Minnesota. Thank you very much, Garrett, for the email. We appreciate it. Thank Send you. More.
2: You're the best. Do we need more emails? Or are we doing okay?
0: Oh, we can always use more.
2: We, we always need more. Can always use more. Because then we, we, can we, we can start be being picky and pick the best.
0: Uh, I can read. This well, we always you know. do.
3: Dear Stu and friends, thank you for the tips you offered last time. The session went well. Well, you gonna know, I remember that session. It was really good. Gosh, that was a I great show. Really, really good times. Wish you'd reminded us <laughs> what I, I it is. I like we told the fact you. that they call it Goat Gate.
2: Yeah,
3: I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than Gozi. Oh, I have. Boards. What is that? Should I look it up? No, yes. no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at work. Make sure you do it at work. All right. Like uh, off I have,
2: safe sir. <laughs>
3: I have a more general question this time. What can be done to help indecisive players? Hmm. One problem I frequently encounter is that my players cannot decide on what action to take. <laughs> they come up with many ideas but then move on to proposing yet more ideas without actually picking one. I recall one session where they spent 20 minutes debating in their hotel room which (laughs) clue they wanted to follow up on to solve the mystery. Eventually, they decided they couldn't decide and chose to use a merit and allowed them to ask the GM one question, which turned into another 20-minute debate Uh. about which question to ask. I have asked them... And they are worried about wasting, quote, wasting time, effort, resources, or in the above case, wasting the question. I don't want to railroad my my players, but an NPC who tells them where to go constantly seems like a cop-out. Thankfully, they don't seem to have much of a problem deciding what to do (laughs) when there is a pressure, like combat, but I can't keep pressure on all the time. Any (coughs) advice will help. Give them friendly pushes. This is a fake email.
0: I was because say, this there's like no way players would it. be like this at all.
1: No, we we've, we've argued I for was, more than 20 minutes. I was just about to say, obviously he's 20 to the minutes.
2: Wow. Steve's so like, I would love to live in a world where my players only argued for 20 minutes. This 20 is minutes is lightning fast, man.
0: That's why in the Moto Sin game, it's like, okay, it's February 7th, session 23, session 24. It's February seventh, but later in the evening, <laughs> session twenty-five. It's February twenty-eighth.
3: <laughs> so you actually do agree.
0: No meaningful game can happen without. <coughs> I only kept track of that because I, I had that because I, I continued keeping track of it just out of habit. But I originally kept track of it because Sebastian had his production schedule for his play. Uh-huh. Ah, okay. You know
3: sense. what? That reminds me. There are a bunch of unanswered questions from a player's point of view, remote, that I'd love to hear you or see you post. Uh-huh. Answer questions that we haven't actually discovered, stuff that you have planned. Like and what? I would love to see like a debriefing well, After, after, after this email, At we'll, we'll do a
0: little We should stream no, no,
3: it on the, on the
2: Patreon. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah,
3: yeah. Or just on the forums. or something. Yeah. The Patreon is okay. be better. I was listening.
2: Fuck Patreon. Sorry. Go ahead. Ooh, <laughs> no,
0: yeah. Patreon. Yeah. And it kind of changed stuff recently. Now yeah, the, all in the fees are... And instead of... I'm not angry. Creators absorbing the fees. It's now being passed you're on the to the You're the only one, Kimmy. Supporters.
3: Apparently, you're the only one.
0: No, well, no. There's a, They they claim...
2: Being, oh, yeah. I was Patreon claims
0: that a lot of people have been you asking be. them to do this. Yeah, huh Which I... F- They're stockholders. I, I can totally... Be, no. Yeah. Yeah. I can totally believe there are people that go... What do you mean? I have to absorb credit card transaction fees? Why should I have to do that? These are people who know understand nothing about how business works because it's a part of doing business to absorb transaction fees. Yeah, it totally is. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's very rare. I mean, the only I can think of like two or three examples where the vendor is not gonna the vendor or the recipient of the money is not going to absorb the transaction fee. Arco, when you pay with a debit card, Mm -hmm. they charge you the thirty five cents. Okay. And we, where I work, we have a few customers, or not customers. We have a few vendors who, if you're if you're on account and you're paying with a credit card, they charge you the, for the transaction fee. Right, but but, you're, but th- in that case, you're talking transactions. you're talking tens of thousands of dollars in transactions.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Not in transaction fees, yeah. you, in transaction fees but tens you, of thousands of dollars in transactions. You, yes. So hundreds yeah. and hundreds of dollars. But, in but we the Poxy bargains, we swallow that. whenever
3: somebody buys with a of course credit we do. card,
0: that's what. That, that's the way it's always been done. And, but. I don't know. And it also
3: encourages them to want to buy more because if it's like,
0: well, I'm sorry, you're going to have to pay an extra fee, they're like, well, fuck you then, buy. Right. So now it it is like if you give a dollar to something, you're going to pay a buck 38 every time you give them that dollar. So for us, the way we're set up is week to week for for Patreon. So if you put in a dollar per week per episode of the Friday show, you have to pay a dollar 38 every time. Not $4 plus 38 cents Mm Mm-hmm. Even though all those transactions are being run batched, for, oh no! Oh really? Yeah. See, here's the, don't even get me started. Too late. <laughs> what they're doing is they they basically came up with. Stu
2: and I were just like fucking rant texting all fucking day. <laughs> we're just
0: go, they came up go. with the worst case scenario for transaction fees, and they're applying it across the board. Across the board. Whether whether those are the fees they're going to get yeah. incurred or not. Yeah. What's gonna happen to happen with that extra money?
3: Uh, it's probably just going to get distributed to uh, various needy people and nuns and orphans in Africa.
0: Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Needy, needy CEOs. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Anyway, that's what's happening. That's what's happening, and they're totally lying and saying, "Oh no, this is like a really good thing. It's best because now the creators are going to get ninety-five percent." Blah 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 blah. No, That's a. They're selling a ham-handed PR bill of goods. That's all it is.
2: Yeah.
1: The, I have a feeling it's going
0: to change. High Mind's
2: position. like, back to the email, player decision. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, sorry.
1: So, so getting back to the email, Thanks what I was going to say...
2: Parenting well, skill's already in action. Nice job.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what I was going to say is, it's rough. Because we had that same problem in the mode as you probably picked up, or I don't know if you listened to the mode or whatever. We had that same problem, but like we said, 20 minutes would have been awesome. Um, I don't even start worrying at the 20-minute mark. Yeah, at the 20-minute 20 20 minute mark, mark, that's like... No, Stu's like, oh, they're just
0: getting started. This yeah. is character yeah. development. It's yeah. also, and it is character development. It is if the arguments, while. If the arguments are in character and it's bringing out aspects mm-hmm. of the characters, I don't have a problem with that at
1: yeah. all. Yeah. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. And there were times when Stu, I, I feel that Stu got a little tired of sitting around listening to us debate what we're going to do about the werewolves for the 80th time. And so he would lob another grenade into the middle of us. And you would think that... It's that whole, you know, a dude runs into the room with a gun, that that's going to get people started, which might be good in some groups. But for other groups like ours, it just wound up, wound up with us then debating the dude who just ran into the room with a gun. <laughs> so.
2: Well, I think that was like um, a mix of the characters we had. Because Samantha and I both played very, like, cerebral, mm-hmm. not hands-on characters. hmm That talked like that, like our whole job was talking, like that was what we did.
1: And I didn't want to do anything, I wanted to talk other people into doing things for me, right? So, so yeah, so (laughs) my point is there are things you can do, but they may wind up backfiring for you. (laughs) And if 20 minutes is a big concern for you, you might want to reconsider 20 minutes because that's not a whole. You know what a lot though? of time.
0: 20 minutes in a four-hour session, not a big deal. 20 minutes in a two-hour two hour session, session, yeah, that's, that's a big deal. That's, yeah, that's yeah, a big Yeah,
1: absolutely. Now, now, let
0: me tell you, there is the solutions that I came up with that worked, and the solutions that I came up with that didn't. There was the man charging, the guys charging in the room with the gun. That is, giving you guys another plate to spin.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Very rare. Ri- some all I was trying to do was to have something happen. Yep. Have you guys interact with someone besides yourself. Besides ourselves, yeah. Uh-huh. Which was entertaining. Mm-hmm. But there are things happening in this world that the characters might want to get involved with in some way or another. So I would try to throw in more complications. And it ended up becoming more spinning plates. It actually ended up exacerbating the problem. Because now you've had two spinning plates... Oh, shit, now there's five spinning plates. Okay, I have to stay here now, because if I stop, one of these spinning plates yeah. is going to fall. Yep,
1: exactly. So there's
0: one, a couple things to do. One, let one of the plates fall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let one of the things come into... like, Let the shit hit the fan yeah. in one of the situations.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Or just ignore them, which is what you did. There's a bunch of dangling plot threads in mode that you never followed up on. The, yeah, they, just, they just stopped. They just, we're just not following that. Anymore.
0: There is still a surveillance station right? based there Somewhere. that no one ever <laughs> did anything about. There's still the wife of that the
2: paladin. That, that's totally on Adrian's like burned up to-do list.
3: Right. There's the PTA moms that were all empty. There's a whole anti-vampire yeah. coalition that hasn't been followed up. There's right. all of these
0: plot threads well, some, a lot that of, just
3: got ignored because, well, it's well, just not worth it following up anymore. Uh,
0: often, I'm, especially early on, I throw out usually more than one and I'm just waiting for you guys to bite on a hook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you bite on the hook, that's that's the line I'm going to pull on. right? right? Yeah. I'm not going to worry about the other things. Yeah, they, those things might be happening. Maybe they're never going to affect you. Maybe they will at some point. That's not a big deal. <coughs> but originally, I throw those things out to try to, to see, okay, which, which of these things is interesting to the players that's going to make
1: them want to follow it. Right, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. I think part of that is also like like, really reading the characters. And I'm not saying you didn't do that. But I can fucking guarantee you, if you'd had some celebrity fashion show, like, that would have ended the fucking debate. Adrian and Riley would have been there in 30 seconds. So it's also, like, figuring out, okay, so if I throw a guy with a gun in the room, maybe they're gonna have a debate about gun control. But if I throw couture fashion into this ring like boom that's going to be done and that's going to be a thing that they show up at and I I, as we progressed through that I think you kind of fucking realized that yes (laughs)
4: because
2: things started tweaking and like suddenly we were getting invited places by the prince and like different people started showing up that had a little bit more you know fashion sense, and, and people... Paul probably, Morphy. So. Yeah, Paul Morphy, exactly. So, like, you can definitely, you know, I, I'm sure people were, like, frustrated by that, but I think also it's, like, reading the characters, things that you throw in, you know, on the priority list of, like, all the fucking things that are trying to kill us, like, they might rank low. Yeah,
3: it was less stinger missiles and <laughs> and more ball gowns. Right. right. Yeah. yeah.
2: So things like that. So I think really just, like, looking at the characters and, and knowing what to throw in, rather than just throwing in... Like oh, this is dangerous. They're going to have to pay attention to it. It's like at some point we're just like, all right, we're already dead.
3: The balls were pretty dangerous.
2: Yeah, they were. There were
3: there's there's a lot of yeah. machinations going on. It was very uncomfortable. It's, but,
0: it, it it it's dangerous for someone who doesn't know how to use their inside voice. Yes.
4: <laughs> right.
0: Uh, Twenty minutes. That's a stork pee break.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mode. well done. Well done.
0: Um, um, played. Now, now let me the the the. the uh, the things that I did that actually did work.
2: <laughs> Master Vitter says, I love that when Samantha, m- Samantha missed two episodes, she was like, I was at Fashion Week. It was on the calendar. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Samantha impersonation.
0: Yeah. Um, talking to the players. Yeah. I was at my wit's end. I had done all of these things and then I said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to put fucking Sabat in the major city inside... <laughs> The moat, and they're going to start poaching. They're going to start feeding on your victims, Mm -hmm. and they still didn't do anything. I know they debated. They Mm -hmm. said, "What should we do about this? We don't know. We have no idea." Mm Hmm. Hem. Ha. Hem. Ha.
1: Hem. Ha. Do you see this? This the lack of anything here. That's from pulling my hair out from all that stuff. Oh, come on. (laughs) And so
0: finally,
2: say that like it's like our fault. But you were also like part of the.
1: I was trying to get you guys to do something. He didn't want to go. I didn't want to go. I wanted you to go for me. Right.
2: And we didn't want to go. We wanted no you wanted to go, to go to for go. us. That's the whole thing. Yeah. No one
1: wanted
0: to go. I think that's partially
2: also us being all very young vampires. Like, having yeah, then that's... switched and playing a, an old vampire is like...
0: By the, end of the, se- by the yeah. end of the campaign, you guys are like seventh generation. I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, I
2: mean, no, no, no. But, I mean, not even just, like, generation-wise. Like... Ha, like flipping from Adrian, who is a relatively young vampire, to Layla, who's like not even old for a vampire, but at least a couple hundred years old. She's like, no, you fucking beat someone until they do what you want. Like there's yeah, a you, very different right? Like they like we were like millennial vampires. We yeah. were we like were. we were like no, you text someone <laughs> or you bribe them. We and braced like,
0: in the eighties, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like Jesse. I I don't. I have to make two phone calls this session. I don't know how to hang up. I don't, I
2: don't know. know how to. But she, but she was also like, "No, I'm just going to kill him." Like, like, <laughs> right. like, while well, she didn't want to talk to anybody, she was totally fine with murdering. Oh yeah. yeah. So I think there was like this just perfect storm of like, like hands off talky type characters, right? Which we all nailed, but like, like, kind of created a vortex of talking. Well,
1: and we're also in a in a um, in a society where you pay respect to your elders or else right like really or else and all of a sudden we're these upstart yeah young have only been vampires for a couple of years right. or maybe a decade maybe a decade maybe. and all of a sudden we're we a have thing. a domain
2: yeah well
3: um, but the we Jersey did, Shore yeah. vampires is what we
2: were. We did Smoky. the exact like Lord of the Flies shit. Like yeah. We were like talking. To, Here's a conch. Hold the conch and talk. <laughs> Everything's going to be fine. I'm planning to kill you later. But take care, Doc. <laughs> like,
0: but, uh, but I'll tell you, my, <laughs> when I threw the Sabbat in there and they weren't doing anything, and you guys had hemmed and hawed about it, and you could actually go back and listen to this. I don't remember no, which 100%. session it is. No, I don't remember which session it is. But at some point, I actually finally just had it and said, look. There's no wrong thing. Yeah. yeah, whatever you guys do, I'm not gonna try to murder you. I mean, the Just NPCs do might do something.
3: Trust me, it'll
0: be but fine. D- whatever you, there's no wrong thing to do. Just do something. I remember and you're that like, session. Yeah, we better go after the sabat. And so they went ahead and went after sabat. Everyone lived. Stork's character got beat up because Stork's character got beat up in every big fight. Yeah. Uh, in. Uh, uh, and
1: then uh, I was uh, fine until I got hit by a car. You were fine until you got hit.
2: by And by an infected a car. with the plague.
1: That was well, much it's a, later. It's a, sh- it's a shame we never figured out who drove that car.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, re- I really... Yeah, the car. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking priest. No, I... Yeah, I mean... Like, this is really what happens when you have, like, Samantha and I both playing, like, type A corporate characters who are like... Oh, I'll get my assistant to do that. Like, I'm right. hands off with that. I, I I'm like the, the the creative, like the idea person, big picture, big picture, person. Big picture top level. It's True, no, um,
0: I want to get my hands dirty. It's true. Yeah, <laughs> if true. Don't hive mind says. Uh, Kimmy raises a good point. Sometimes player uh, inaction is due to them not knowing how to tackle the problem or feeling it's beyond their abilities. I think that comes down to a level of trust between the players and the GM.
4: It, no. I mean no, no I do I, okay. I do and
0: I think that is because do you do you think that the GM has come up with some sort of problem that you are capable of tackling or that maybe is beyond you You see what I'm saying? Yes. Because and I think that's a very common thing, especially with players who've had experiences with adversarial GMs. Yes. And they're going to get into a situation where they say I'm not going to open that chest. That chest is probably another fucking Mimic. <laughs> I had three characters killed by a Mimic by the last GM. Fuck that, that chest. Let's leave. But it's got a magic sword. There's, but there, again, there's also the,
3: there's the classic way to solve problems, which is to come up and fight them. And then there's, you know, if you have a, let's say you're playing L5R and you're playing a courtier, they're not going to go and combat things directly. Of course they're going not. To, they're going to manipulate people to do it for them. Sure, or they're going fi- to figure out some dirt on them and have them, you know,
0: publicly humiliated or whatever. Right. It's a different type of combat, but that's still action. It is, but it takes time to set up. That that's different than arguing and and not coming up with a, a, well, a yes. plan of action. <laughs> I think, I
2: think actually, for me, I mean, it was not lack of trust in you. Like, no, I, I don't think. I, no, 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 I, no. Just, I, I think it was lack of trust in my character. Uh-huh, for Adrian specifically, because she was in this really strange, precarious position. Like she hadn't planned to be prince. She'd definitely taken advantage of the opportunity when it came, but sure. she was a super young vampire. She was like literally like spinning plates is like the best description of what she was doing ever, trying not to let her sire down, trying not to, you know, be murdered by Prince Daniel. In this wow. weird situation that was a democracy and now is not a democracy, wow. right. so I think it was more a a, a role playing choice on my point to sh- about her not being sure of herself. Right. Like I didn't I, like she was not a fighty character either. Right. She was a talky character. She was a hey, I have a lot of corporate underlings character. No, she. a couple times You were also a down.
0: vampire who can pump blood and have a strength of as high as any human, and right. you can dominate everybody
4: around you. And
2: humans, she <laughs> wasn't afraid of. Right. Yes. But when it came to other vampires, yeah. she was fairly young, and she was still not incredibly powerful. Compared to humans, yeah, like, whatever. They're, they're cattle. But when it came to the actual yeah. vampire machinations, she was not super powerful, and she is just learning the ropes.
1: Or werewolves.
2: Or well, were- werewolves. Or, were- or we mages. Yeah. Right. Which we fucking didn't even know what they were. Yeah. Like, they right. were like, let's Google this shit. Oh, God, are these things real? Like, right. so it wasn't I would agree that that is often the, the player's indecision is a lack of trust With the GM, I think that's a great point And I think that's true I think in it can also be reflective of A person's lack of trust in their character
3: And we were really actively Trying to play young, in, innocent yeah. Stupid vampires, except for Scully Who seemed to know a lot more than, than The rest of us The rest of us were all well, still very Well yeah, the rest of still but neophytes but And new to this world But Scully was also
1: older, I think. Scully yes. was older, and he was stuck in accounting for a long time because of his dickhead sire. Right.
2: Well, Nosferatu are kind of like the knowledge gainers too. Yeah. yeah. So while there were things that like Adrian would know, it was probably a lot of like facts and figures about the business, not necessarily like the but, Camarilla. But
3: beyond, but beyond the reasons for not acting, we weren't acting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right. Right. There were reasons for it, but right. we weren't actually doing it. So. It does leave the GM in a precarious situation. How do you do that? How do you fix it? And I think that it varies from group to group. It varies from players to players. It varies from situation to situation.
0: Well, once I told you guys... Do something. There's no wrong, there's yeah. no wrong thing to do. You got fixed. Whatever you guys do is going to be fine. And I, I
1: will say, after that session, action picked up. Yeah. It picked up, but it didn't fix the situation. It didn't. No, it did Adrian's not.
2: Adrian's death fixed that situation.
1: Well, we were all very powerful at that point too. It's like, yeah, you know what? In a sense, you're right because
0: Samantha had all kinds of plans. Yes, not all not all of them had to do with. Most of them didn't have to do with plot hooks, right? But had to do with fashion shows. Yes, and having a fabulous lair Mm -hmm. and all kinds of other stuff. But that also gave me a lot of grist to work with, using the existing plot elements to fuck with her. She decides, oh, I'm gonna have a fashion show at the at the <laughs> gaslight thing. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna fuck that up. Yeah. <laughs> so here come, you know, the second I don't even remember who it was. Oh no, it was a uh it was a bunch of Sebastian's children. Right. Right? Yeah. Was it Sebastian's yeah. children? I think yeah. it was. Mm-hmm. Sebastian's children had shown up with a, a recruited Sabat a Sabat guy, who, by the way, was the same Nosferatu that you guys killed in the in the very end of the game. And um and I, the, the, that led that situation raised her ire because not only are you interfering with the island, you're fucking with my fashion show. Right. <laughs> More than anything. So Jeez. that's so, it. Selves so are off. So when when she hears tell that there's an unidentified Nosferatu on the island, she's like. We need to get eyes on him, and you know the same one because right. the same one he's going to die. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and, and it was That's pretty much what she said, right? And, and getting back to your point, it was tailoring. Now the thing is, she gave me a lot to work with. She gave me a lot of things to screw up for mm-hmm. her.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but that also plays into the whole character motivation thing, and and finding the character hooks that the that the characters have that will force them into action. Right. right. So, yeah. fuck with her fashion show, she's going to kill you. Right. And that's something I was going to say before
3: I went off the bathroom and came back and things got in derail, which is, I think that when things get slow and you don't know what to do, find something from the character's backstory to motivate them. And what will happen is that that player for that scene or for even a couple of scenes <coughs> dominate a bit of the game, but it forces everybody's like, My sire's in town, and and he's killed a child, and uh, we need to deal with this right now. I'm going to go deal with this. Well, you can't go alone, and now shit has happened. Right. Um, That's a perfect (coughs) time to mind people's backstories, because you're still going to involve your characters. What it does, though, is puts the focus on one player, at least for a short time, Mm -hmm. but it will motivate, if the other players care, they will motivate, well, all right, we'll help you out.
0: Going back to the very early sessions of of Mode of Carmen De O'Leary. I know. Yes. Who was your what who you gave me a villain? I gave yeah. you
3: a or, or list a, of things. An
0: enemy. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, okay, I like this enemy. Uh-huh. This is a cool enemy. I'm going to use her. So I used her and when I did, when she was involved,
4: yeah.
3: Shit, happened I convinced yeah. everybody to help me and of course she was a, you know. Anyway, the point is you mind my backstory and once we ran out of stuff for my backstory, Things slow, but, but but that's not my point. My point is, the backstory was very important for keeping motivation <coughs> going. It is it is a it is a tool in a GM's book, I think. Rather than bringing in a guy that just bursts through the door, make that guy that bursts through the door, your sire, your brother, your, brother, your brother's friend, a jealous lover, and attach it to one of the characters. Because then the other characters are like, "That was my fucking brother, man. Mm-hmm. What's gone wrong mm-hmm. with him? You guys need to help me out and let's go find out." See,
0: thinking about this. Normally what I do when I'm running a campaign is back. I, I use backstory stuff early on to kind of get people involved to introduce other plot elements that are going to be happening. Mm-hmm. And then once the plot elements are introduced and developed, then I usually go into a more, a more reactive mode. Yeah. And what I'm thinking is probably what I should do in the future and what I would suggest this guy, William from Minnesota does, <laughs> is go through the characters' backstories find those pressure points of action, the enemies, um,
3: the jilted lovers, the, d- uh, the, the,
0: the family members who could be uh, uh, imperiled, all of those kinds of things. And keep a list. Keep a list of them. Put yeah. them in your mm-hmm. OneNote or put them in your Google Doc or whatever yeah. you use to organize your game. And if you get into a point where you start having a 20-30 minute discussion about what to do... Go look at that list yep. and see if there's a way. Can you find? Okay, so and so's got a cousin who's like it was his best friend growing up. Oh, maybe that guy's in the city where this one bad thing is happening. Yep. That the parties are arguing about whether they should go or not. Yep. Well, that 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 could turn the tide. It you may have two players saying, "Yeah, we should go." And three players saying, "No, we shouldn't." Suddenly one of the no players his cousin is there and it's like his best friend well, fuck we better go and
3: you've come up with a list of uh, questions that you ask your players so you always have lots of information lots of ammo that you can use against them uh, for each player and I, I I encourage all GMs to do that yeah. come up with a list of questions a list of things now, yours is just to summary use, like uh, who are your family members what are their names what's your relationship to them I mean, it doesn't need to be a 75-part a question. I think you only right. have like 10 or 15.
0: It, it changes with game. It,
3: it does. Yeah. It, it's I ch-
0: always ask, is there someone who's either a rival or an enemy? Yeah. yeah. What are it, their names? Or, or I just have an enemy. That's fine. Yeah. Just yeah. tell me you got an enemy. I'll figure out who it is. Maybe you've done something to someone, and you didn't know you did something that pissed them off. Right. So there's something that, someone that you don't know who's out there going to. And
3: fight. you can, right. as you say, you can use them as a starting point, but also save some. Uh, yeah. And then you've got other players like we never knew anything about Scully's backstory. We never ever got to them. You know, no. your sire got pissed off. You On didn't purpose. like your sire. Yeah. But there, you, you we it could easily have been that Scully's sire now shows up. It would have been a very interesting thing to happen where Scully goes, "Uh, guys, I got to go." Uh, my, my, my sire's here and he's really powerful and really, uh, I'm really scared now and I'm, I'm going to go do comedy in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> right.
4: I think no, you're not. Yes, yeah.
3: Yeah, yes, yes. Well, unless you want to Okay, I out. won't
0: but I'm going to
1: go I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, I'm here but I got to go to the bathroom.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I think an important part of that too is as a GM being able to kind of analyze like every party either players or characters have a little bit of a hierarchy. So you've got your leaders, whether it's like in Motive Sin where I was like the official prince and like, okay, people have to listen to me. Or if it's just like a whole group of players and there's someone who just happens to be, you know, take the most initiative or be kind of the leader of the party. Dave Uh, does
0: that a lot. Dave
2: does that a lot because he's an awesome role player and he's... Super smart. So you give them a great ideas. Good news. Oh my god. I'm so excited <laughs> about that fucking game. Can I tell you how excited I am about that game? Um, I have so many outfits for that game. Um, so, uh, Where did my fan go? <laughs> did I lose my fan already? The game hasn't even fucking started yet. No, it's yet. here somewhere. God damn it. As a GM, being able to read your table and tell who the leader is.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, actually can be huge because, as Stork was saying, with those dropping in those backstory hints, if you drop in those backstories for the person who's kind of the leader of the party or the most confident player or however you're kind of analyzing it, that can then really force movement. Where if you yep. drop that backstory hint with someone who's kind of a follower, they may not, it may not change the course of the party. So you also have to be able to really kind of read the room and see, okay, where am I going to get the most bang for my buck with what's happening. Where, someone who can steer the party towards a decision and in a direction. Their backstories
1: for, are a gift to you yeah. as a GM. Yeah. For the Savage Worlds game I just started, uh, the characters all have five questions that they have to answer, and they have a sixth one, which is not answered publicly. And the sixth one is, what is your dark secret? Mm. In this game, I wanted every play, and for a, a, an actual game reason, uh, which I won't go into now because that hasn't come up yet, but I wanted them all to have a dark secret, and this is something that if it came out, they would be super embarrassed or shamed or yeah. possibly legal troubles, that kind of things. The examples I gave were like, well, I was I was drunk one night, and I drove home and hit a pole, and the pole knocked over and hit an old lady in the head, and she was in the hospital for six months, and I mean, I feel really bad about it, but it was a really hard time for me, okay? So just leave me alone, that's, man. That's a dark secret? Yeah, just like something that like gray, really. Well, if it's an old lady, probably killed her. Yeah, that's dark. Yeah, or something like that. And uh, I can't wait to be able to use those yeah. to spur on the action. Oh yeah. If it does die down, because they've all got one, which again is a necessity for the game for a reason I won't say. But they're there, and I get to use those as well as the everything else in the other five questions, which were things like. It's taking place in a city called Potter's Lake. It's like, tell me something that you like about Potter's Lake. Mm. Tell me something that you don't like about Potter's Lake. You
0: know, that, that kind right. of stuff. So, um, uh, This is for Hivemind. So is it true that you're working on a Powered by the Apocalypse hack where only the GM rolls dice? <laughs> 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 no, but
1: what an idea that is. I, act- actually, I was at one point... Um, Tossing around ideas of figuring out how to how to hack, powered by the apocalypse, to allow a GM to roll dice, but I don't think it would it would work out. It would I really slow things ro- down.
2: Yeah, I feel like that would kind of.
1: It, it would. It would be like it would be like what I was toying with was both the GM and the um, and player. The, the player rolled on the same thing. You know, you had the same scale, and if like they tied, this was the result. It, uh, but it was.
0: Oh you know what you could do? And I, and you can do this with any powered by the apocalypse game? The player rolls one die and you get to roll the other one.
2: Oh, oh no. shit. Mm-mm. Right? No.
0: Right. So that's problem a really cool solved mecha-
2: That's a cool mechanic.
0: Well, it doesn't matter because it's a randomizer.
1: Yeah. Oh, I, I actually kind of like that.
0: I yeah, feel like it neat.
2: matters. <laughs> I, f- I I know there's no scientific basis for it mattering, but I feel like it matters. I kind
1: of like that. Same
2: reason, like I am totally scientific, and I know there's no such thing as like luck with it. But still, so once in a while, I switch up my dice if they're not doing
3: well. M- me too. Right. Me too. And if I touch people's dice, they
2: the- you don't touch
3: freak dice. out. Don't ever touch my dice.
2: I'm the new stork, evidently though.
3: <laughs> of course you are. It's no, that's
0: it. because you were touching the help of player dice that he had used previously.
3: No, it's because it's because when she had her dice bag up there, I brought it down and
0: touched all your dice. She he did. I actually had him do that. Yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> oh damn!
2: That explains everything. It Does?
0: I oh did. my god! We totally <laughs> did that. the
2: Interpol X game. I've been rolling like double ones like routinely. You,
1: you did that on purpose. <sighs> yeah.
2: You are a horrible, horrible man. I was man. A, I was a,
0: a, assuming it would affect our game, not that not another Jesus never...
2: other game <laughs> I'm in but, but this is
0: like a year ago or more yeah. it's a long time yeah. ago that we do you are a horny you've used man. those
1: dice since then it hasn't it's been good a problem I think you
2: told me that after I gave
1: you my <laughs> Christmas present already, I am never going to leave my dice never. unattended. Or no, right. you shouldn't. What, that's, that was I thought, that? a dice bag.
2: I bet it like it, it. cleans the juju. I'll sage it or something. It'll be fine. It
1: was the
3: unicorn one, so you got to burn <laughs> some sage. <laughs> <way>. <laughs> you, you, you've moved past the I'll unicorn wash one. Them. Do we dice <laughs> or dishwasher
2: safe, right? Yes. Okay, it'll be fine.
1: Uh, maybe. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll
2: see. Most of them probably. I aren't.
1: think better in the microwave. <laughs> Shrinky things?
2: I'm not that drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't own a microwave, so
1: um, so William, I don't know you if cook. we answered his question. Did we answer your question? I hope so. That horse is dead. Yeah, we beat
0: the hell out of that. Somebody else read. It's your turn. It's a tale turn? of legend
1: and celebration from Dan. Is it my turn or are you gonna yep, do it? Go turn. ahead. My turn. Okay. <clears throat> good day, do churitos. No, no, it's good eye, do charitos. I don't do Australian. Wow, you're missing out. Land down under. Nice. It's Dungeon Master Dan. Same name on the forums. So I'm writing in celebration of a great day for my group, The Pop Club. We started as a gaming group at university. We had at most two tables running last year, and now we have opened our storefront. And we're in our opening week. This is a huge deal in Adelaide, as the options for gaming are limited... And we don't have the pedigree of gamers and the game stores that would give new players the opportunity to play and learn and join the hobby. Well, my eyes are really starting to sting for some reason. Reading. <laughs> I was I so read do- enough. I was such a dry- Reading. <laughs> I've been running for the club ever since I joined and have been stuck through thick and thin. I have met some of the greatest people ever, including one I plan to propose to. Well Aww. done. Nice. Well played. But now I have come to share with you one of the greatest stories that has come out of Pop Club. Take a drink, because this is gonna be a long one.
2: All right. I'm glad I didn't read this. <laughs>
3: There's nothing better than a long one. We,
1: we hold a monthly event for Kirk. that.
4: <laughs>
1: okay. We hold a monthly event for the public called D and D and D. Dungeons and Dragons and Drinking. It is Australia. Right, right, right. It sound, this sounds like we have our, our, our down under team. Because we, we need uh, an Australian team, don't we? I'd be mean, the, the B team.
3: We had a lot of Aussie listeners, it's true. Yeah. The Swedes and the Aussies yeah. were very popular in, in uh, the, the northern point, and I'm southern climates of Northern New He didn't either.
0: I think we chased a lot of them away with the with the white Why- T day? day. Yeah, no, that's New Zealanders.
1: Uh-oh. Oh, really?
0: Is it white take yeah, no-
2: yeah, yeah, it's, it's a New, New Zealand, Zeal-
3: but it chases Australians. But I
2: don't think we knew that till like the third time we made a joke about it. Someone corrected us.
3: New Zealanders and Australians don't necessarily get along. It's very it's very complicated. Anyway, I
1: thought they were all kind of the same.
3: See, well, you want to hear the joke?
0: You want to hear the joke, and then never mind.
1: So, uh D and D and D, Dungeons and Dragons. I didn't know and I still needed one. I got Australian jokes.
0: Yeah, okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, Dungeons and Dragons and drinking. We had theme nights, such as Halloween horror games and May the fourth Fantasy Flight Star Wars games, held at a pub in the city with affordable drinks and
3: It's Australian for food, mate. Good
1: Tucker? It's Australian for food. What? What what's Tuck is, in? Tucker. What could, the fuck is Tucker? Look at that. Up. That food. looked like an F to me. <laughs> Well, it's Australia. <laughs> Sorry. I, we Game... So I take it that's a good tucker. I hope that's good it's tucker. Food. It's food. Tuck in. Yeah. Tucker. We Game Masters come early to talk shit and set up tables and stuff. I don't know why I went south on that. I don't know. Ah. Bush Tucker.
0: Tucker in Australian means food. And Bush Tucker is a huge variety of spices, fruits, vegetables, animals, etc. That are native to Australia. As for for as long as <laughs> two thousand years, <laughs> Aborigines have been eating good bush tucker. I love That's a food. <laughs> high in protein. I swear to God, this is what alldownunder.com says, which is not a porn site.
2: <laughs> I'm just gonna say that I really, really appreciate people who are good at eating bush down under. Bush Tucker. Bush Tucker, sorry. If you're good at that. No, the question is... And you're good with protein, the question I'm good at it. If you're
0: eating bush, Tucker, are you eating bush or are you be eating what you tuck into a bush? <laughs> this is so not going to end up on the uterus.
2: Both those things can end up with a good
0: end. <coughs> Both That's of those things, say. those are valuable skills.
2: Bush or things around <laughs> okay. the world. All bush. right. Okay.
1: <laughs> Girth still, right? Okay. Proby yeah. Tim would like so, to take this opportunity <laughs> to apologize for Happy Jacks RPG <laughs> Podcast.
2: We're so, talking about things from Australia? What are you talking about?
1: Cola we, we just learned some shit about Australia.
0: And yeah. Bush. They eat Bush Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> See, here's the funny rem- remember thing remember I m-
1: heard Australians don't Remember
0: <laughs> a minute ago where, where,
1: where, <laughs>
4: Remember
1: a minute ago how you said That we lost a whole bunch of Australian listeners <laughs>
4: yeah.
1: I think there went the rest of I mean,
0: of we it. may have figured out why yeah. You're right, I should have read it in my Australian accent
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Okay, so Sorry, go ahead. That's okay, the Game Master's coming early to talk shit And set up tables and stuff what a surprise we had when we got there and the pub was closed and there were workmen demolishing the place. Wow, they work fast. <laughs>
0: oh shit. Yeah, right. That story turned dark. Yeah, like actually not just like
3: closed, but demolishing the place.
0: Were they making way for a hyperspace lane?
1: <laughs> hyperspace well, bypass. By sorry.
3: At the post office.
1: Asking why and calling them up, it turns out the business was moving into catering rather than a restaurant. And when we asked why, they just left us in uh The elemental plane of spiders without a can of bug spray that just went, meh, forgot. Click. Fuckin' Australia, mate. Dale. (coughs) So we had to find a venue and fast. We start thinking and then we get a phone call. A friend of ours was going into a diabetic coma. You read Diabolic, didn't you? No, I was expecting expecting a friend of ours was going to run out of place. But instead we got going into a diabetic coma. Diabetic coma. It goes dark, yeah. We panicked. Running a good mile or so, having just downed a pie floater. I'm gonna look that one up. No, 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 you don't need to. It's just right here, Australian street food. It's right there. See what it is,
0: though.
1: Oh, dear God. Is it one word? Uh, no. No, it's two. Pie floater.
0: A Pat- pie floater, also known as a floater and a pea floater,
4: <laughs> is an Australian. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: this, place- this place is fucked up. What's wrong with you people? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think they're fine. I think what? they're the fuck Why, why can they give us these straight lines? Like it's awful.
0: Okay, is it? It's an Australian dish, particularly common in Adelaide.
3: Yeah, it is an Australian dish. a street float, street food mm, down
0: under, and to a lesser degree Sydney. And it looks like someone took a shit in a bowl of pea soup.
3: A pie float or a pea float? A pie floater? Pie floater.
0: Or
1: a pee floater. We were running a good mile or so, having just down some Australian <coughs> street food to find this kid. You see, diabetics, when they drop their blood sugar, go stupid. It's a bit like dealing with someone who's drunk. Yes. And so they couldn't... That's exactly what it's like. Yeah, it's
2: 100% that. <laughs> yes. And
1: so they couldn't just call the ambulance. They were all like, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. They'll fight. They'll fight the ambulance drivers.
2: Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> so we managed
1: to find them before they passed out and died and got into the hospital. But as we began walking back, afraid that we would have to cancel all the games for this month, we saw it across the riverbank. We found our venue. Our old stomping ground only two blocks away, our old university, we booked the old study room since we (coughs) had members who were still studying at the university and could rent the rooms out for exam prep.
3: Members. We... I'm
1: twelve. Members. Yeah, you totally are.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it commonly consists of an Australian-style meat pie, usually sitting but sometimes submerged, sometimes upside down, in a bowl of thick pea soup made from blue boiler peas. That's it's usually garnished with tomato sauce, and the consumer may also add mint sauce, salt, pepper, and or malt vinegar for personal taste. It doesn't taste.
3: sound doesn't sound awful.
0: It's usually purchased from s- in the street, from pie carts, or drug dealers. At, no. <laughs> as it, 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 as a late evening meal. Oh, so this is like after you've been drinking, right? Then you think it's a good idea. Oh to it
3: yeah, your mouth. Okay. Right. Just like that's how Haggis got. It so probably popular.
2: tastes great it's like, and looks awful.
0: It's, it
3: does. It's yeah. probably a great hangover cure.
2: No, they posted a link in the chat. It's, hey, yeah. do you know what?
1: What? They had separate rooms which were soundproofed and access Sorry. to the food and drink <laughs> at the uni bar. And I ran. <laughs> Only the in first
3: Australia does a university have a bar. That's awesome.
0: And Sanford's no, we friends. had one at Cal State Long Beach. Okay, we used to get drunk there. Oh yeah. All right. Yeah, we had a bar. We used to get... We, we, we had a... Do you have one at, at Cal State Northridge? did go Northridge.
2: I went to Fullerton and then I went to Northridge. Oh, you did? Okay. Because I have multiple degrees. At
0: Cal State Long Beach, when I was in the journalism department, they came up with uh, all journalism majors to graduate. They came up with a new requirement while we were there that you had to be... In the bar? No, that you oh. had to be published... At least uh, two or three times in yeah. order to get your diploma. Yeah. Ooh, that's I'd rough. I had already, already been published because wow. I I was writing a opinion column for the yeah. for the newspaper. Oh, the school newspaper counted. Yes. Oh, but these are these are not newspaper journalism majors because all newspaper journalism majors are going to end up writing for the newspaper. Sure. But these were PR journalism majors. Yeah.
3: Who it's the like People Magazine. Well, yeah. What am I yeah. going
0: to do? So I so. So me and a bunch of the other PR people went to the bar because we they were all pissed off. And I'm like, well, I don't need to worry about it, but I'll go with them. Because they were all girls. Because I was like one of like four guys in the PR department at Custom Long <laughs> Beach. So we all, went to, we all went to the the bar. And each one of us drank one of the big, ironically, one of the big cans of Foster.
1: Boy! <laughs> hey, I've heard that's Australian for beer.
0: It's strong. And it's so a lot of it. commercial used to be their commercial Yeah it was
1: Fosters Australian, Australian for food. beer yeah. Mate Keep
2: explaining your jokes They're funnier that way
1: I know That's what I hear
4: all I the bet time. if you explain
1: it again It'll be even funnier yeah.
2: What is it for? Hey you know what?
4: They no, ran the, the first it. ever okay. Let me finish okay.
0: uh, Let me finish my very short okay. story <laughs> So we all got tore up At this at, uh, Drinking all these fosters And then our, It was time for our class So And it's like me And like Six or seven other people. It's like this is half the for almost half the class is tore up and angry. <laughs> so we all go back to class and we'd boom let the professor have it for like twenty-five minutes. That's awesome. <coughs> did he change the rules? No. no they did not. <laughs> That's why you shouldn't have bars at universities. Go ahead. Or maybe it doesn't journalism. do any
1: good. So hey, major in journalism, w- right? So hey, guess what? <coughs> no one should major in journalism. So guess what? They had separate rooms that were soundproofed, and they had access to the food and drink at the university bar. And I ran the first ever game of Changeling: The Dreaming twentieth anniversary edition in Adelaide. Well played, well done.
2: Do you have a plaque? You should have a plaque.
0: Yeah, they should actually make a little
1: bronze plaque and put it up in the in
0: the in room.
2: that bar.
1: It was by far the mm-hmm. best experience compared to previous D&D&Ds. Excellent. Yes. Pat yourself on the back for getting through all that. I don't think we actually did.
0: <laughs> we actually made it longer than it uh, Yeah,
2: yeah think we,
1: think we, did. we made it longer.
2: You, and, you hung in there, Tim. Well done.
1: <laughs> and why not neck another drink? Let me look that one up. I, I, I don't think you need to <laughs> look it up.
2: Neck
1: Neck another drink. That probably means take you're totally a drink. Drinking? Drinking? Yeah.
2: Take drink a drink. A neck
0: back.
1: Yeah, you're going to take a drink.
2: Do you like take one to long sip so it t- like the un- empties the whole neck of the bottle? Cuddle,
0: kiss, pet, especially while seated. Well, I know necking, but but second meaning, what a shock! Rob a person by seizing them around the neck. <laughs> <laughs> it is Australia, mate. <laughs> Popular breakfast dish.
3: Okay.
2: Uh, lack of <laughs>
0: intelligence. Stupid. Okay. To be reprimanded or punished severely. This entire email
2: has just been like full of insults to us, how stupid we are, and we just didn't get it. Oh
1: oh oh. Do you know what? No.
2: Do you know what? No.
1: As it goes, I will be sending in more stories from pop club history. Stories of legend and horror from our table. I remain your friend and listener, Dan. Probably not now.
0: (laughs) Thank you, Dan. (laughs) Muscular stupid man. Geeky person with a thin neck. Extremely or excessively curious person, tourist. There are many definitions of neck. Neck is a very rich word in Australia.
3: Apparently,
2: interesting.
3: None of those had anything to do with drinking. Though. I enjoy Australian I, I really see truly in
0: do. Drinking. Oh, large bottle of beer, seven hundred and fifty millil- milliliters or twenty six ounces.
1: He was oh. probably making a play, since the context was, and why not neck another drink? So he's probably oh, kiss. making kissing and kiss. tonguing. That's and then exactly then, 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 what he's then. saying.
2: Hmm.
3: Although it's ironic then that there's a twenty seven ounce beer that was also an accent. Things
2: just aren't 26. better when Tim explains them. I don't know why they're not better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but so Australian
3: slang. Oh. There's a whole webpage of Australian oh, slang. This is gonna I be, like be that. wonderful. I like Australians.
1: It's so much better when I explain jokes and stuff.
0: Oh come on, Jism is not a I'll All right. okay. Kimmy, can, can, can you it, start reading here? Yeah, who's, who's
1: reading the next letter now? It is doesn't
0: it mean it something. Is
2: Hopefully it's short.
0: It, it, is. It, it is. Too, much player, too much player investment from Zombie Heart. Too
2: much player investment from Zombie Hello, Heart. Hello, Happy Jack's crew. I had an interesting problem. In a D&D game I was running last year and thought it would be good to get your opinions on how to go about it. I had a group of four players, and they were headed to the next town for the next part of the adventure. What?
0: Yeah, the real Great Worm sense. just coined a, t- a phrase. Oh, Tim-splaining. Yes!
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's, r- it's rough, isn't it? It's rough. It's usually me that has the target on the back. No, no, you're no,
1: here. wait. I <laughs> got <laughs> a phrase?
0: <laughs> Tim-splained. Don't tim explain that joke yeah. to me. So I, I was on stage and it fell flat. Just, and then I started Tim-splaining. I don't know what came over me. You're so Mike <laughs> Wazowski a, right now.
4: Oh, I'm on the that? cover! Whatever?
2: Oh my god, that's amazing.
1: Great worm. Uh, great, worm. great worm. Oh, yes. you're my pal, my buddy. That's right on. I have a phrase. You are so Mike Wazowski. It's a phrase I'm, from the Jays. I'm totally in it. Tim's planning. And here part.
2: I was like, okay, I've drunkenly read this email perfectly so far, so it can't be me he's laughing at. So.
1: Stark's position.
3: <gasps>
0: like an exposition.
2: <laughs> <You> no. <know>. No, <laughs> oh, okay.
0: Purks. Was that another one from Great Worm? <laughs> uh, no, that was from Zesmonde. I
4: thought <laughs> All right, sorry,
2: I had a group of four players and they were headed to the next town for the next part of an adventure. It was the fourth or fifth session and the players were still fleshing out their backstories. I had the usual uh, Ragnard with no home or family. I have no family. I have I have no um, a magic user trying to increase their knowledge of the arcane a freed slave looking to flee the ones pursuing them and a bard
4: <laughs>
2: and <laughs> they, all have,
1: they all have awesome like like the bard. awesome concepts and then just and a bard
2: my bard player is the one of the backstory that f- threw me for the loop it was so not... because he
3: had a backstory. Yeah. <laughs> you had to do something with it. It was uh-huh. not the
2: usual, I must find the ten keys of fate to help the prophecy from coming true.
0: It's the seven keys of intrusive. <laughs> intu- actually. Yes.
2: Instead, the player told me that the next town that they were headed to was the town that their character was, uh, was born, and the rest of their family lived. And I said, All right, sounds great. Tell me about your family that lives there. The player told me about their mother... Father that lives there, along with not one or two siblings, but seven. What seven? Seven siblings with unique names and personalities. Of
3: course. You know, personal story here. I'll tell you right now. There, Did was, you a, there was a sock puppet. This. Was, Is this was No. There was okay. a there was a family that lived down the street, and they had seven kids, mm-hmm. but they all started with D. And it was Dougie, Donnie, Doris, Darren, David, uh, Dougie, Dougie Donnie, Dougie, Donnie, Dougie, Don Dougie, David, Donnie, Donna, Doris. Darren, and... Dickweed? (laughs) I used to be able to do this. Anyway, they were all with Ds. It was pretty weird. They were like the... Yeah. the parents have D names? I never... know. They were Mr. and Mrs. Bo. Uh
2: Okay. So, when I first started teaching preschool, I had two identical twins named Brendan and Brandon.
3: Oh, that's not helpful. At all. (gasps) Are you kidding
2: me? Identical, and they dressed exactly the same, and Mom would just go, Hey, Brendan! i just like, I think she couldn't tell them apart because so she gave them identical <laughs> fucking names. But then eventually one of them got a hold of their dad's shaver and shaved his own head so then I could tell them apart. Ah. Happy ending.
0: There you go. Uh, that, that or a cannon air. It'll do the trick. There you
2: go. Yeah, whatever.
0: <laughs> they still sit in there. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure they do.
2: That was a mean thing to do, Mom. Okay, anyway, back to the story.
0: Give them both exactly the same name. That would be fantastic. Just
2: do that. Brandon. Bob and Bob. <laughs> Brandon Joe Smith and Brandon Bob Smith. Like, I Look. mean, this is what you do. Okay, anyway. Um, but seven. Seven siblings with unique names and personalities. I asked the player if they wanted all their family to be there or if they'd be alright with a few of them. Uh, Come on! That a few of them could have moved out or, uh, or are away on business. I worked it out so four of the siblings were in town right now but I still had the rest of the family's lives in my hand. Unfortunately, the game died due to two of the players hating the third player, the Bard. <laughs> yeah, the Bard, and the fourth having all the charisma of a wet blanket. That was no the
3: Bard. That sucks. Yeah, yeah. I have a no family. Yet. That's yeah, that's bad.
2: I've never got to see the issue play out, but it was still something that I was curious as to how I would have handled it. What are some ways the Happy Jack True would have gone about this, or would you have had any, or have you had any experiences similar to mine? Thank you for the great show. I look forward to it every week. Take a drink. Of water, it's important to stay hydrated. Nice. Zombie heart in SoCal.
0: Here's what I would do. I would not only embrace it, but I would say yes and. Yeah. And I would say, okay, you arrive at the Bardington Farm, right? And they, there's too many of them to fit inside the house, so they've set up like three or four long tables, and all seven siblings are there along with all of their children. Oh, so there's <laughs> about 19 or 20 people. It's like a Walton's family reunion exactly. here. Exactly. Right? <laughs> and it's absolute chaos, and there's no table manners right. anywhere. People are reaching for you stuff like that. tumbling
3: right. around in the dust, the dogs are taking scraps from the table. Yeah. You
0: don't need to worry about personalities. Yeah. You don't need to worry about names, because none of the player characters are going to have a chance, because they're only going to talk to any individual person once, once during the course of this thing. Yep. So all you need to do is come up with... Like twenty different personalities, and just hit them one at a time, and just hit these players with the chaos of a huge family reunion. Yep. Yeah, that's what I would. That's that's yep. what I would
3: do. And they would leave as quickly as they came.
0: Right. That's as great. Okay, bye.
3: They don't ever take us there again, and they would never go back there again. You wouldn't have to deal
0: with it. And, but and then the next day mm-hmm. in town, oh, you see Uncle Bob. Right. Yeah. Hey, we met at The Thing. Do you remember with The Thing? That, 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 oh, did you see what so-and-so did with The Thing? And then oh, oh my and,
3: God. and it may turn out if they spend there long enough that the entire town is related.
1: <coughs> that would be fantastic. Seven, oh, that, yeah. would be that would awesome. be even better. Yeah. It, it'll work out that way. Well, let's go to the general store. That's Cousin Zeke in there. Yeah. <laughs> he runs that. Yeah. Right. Zed. That's what I would do. Yeah, I think it's a missed opportunity. I would opportunity. the shit out of it. Yeah, it would become his family... I, Nameville.
3: I, I think that you have uh, done yourself a disservice and, and sidestepped some fun there that you could have had yeah. by not by not having all of those people. I understand, all understand why he, I he know, did. I know. I know. It's he, like, oh my god, he, I don't want to handle all you're tr-
0: this. You're trying to. You want to. You know. You, the player's given you his his backstory, and you want to respect the work the player's done and, and say, and, okay, yeah. give me a few characters that I can portray. And it's
3: happening right then and there. And we did just spend the the early part of our email talking about flushing out stuff later on. Right. And here it was in the middle of the game or the start of the game. I have this idea, and you're like, I'm not prepared to right. handle seven siblings right now. Right. So I get it.
0: Just make it more. Make it more. And then it says, well, yeah, you may have met an uncle or an aunt, but I don't know. There's a lot of people. You're there.
3: right. You could have had them at the party. And then as, you, as they go along, who do I meet now? And you could start writing names down and personality sure. types. And then now you flesh fleshed out the family because the players have, have done it for you.
4: Yeah. I mean, I...
3: But that takes confidence as a GM and trusting your players to know that they're going to go and ask and talk and interact.
0: Think of it this way. NPCs are giant rats. This, what this player gave you, is a swarm. (laughs) Rat swarm. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's a swarm of NPCs. Yeah. So think think of it as a swarm. Okay, there's a whole bunch of them and one of them bites you. Oh, yeah. Some, some, some rotund gentleman, sort of older, sits down next to you and starts talking to you like you're part of the family. He assumes that you are the descendant of so-and-so who is his sister.
3: It's writing itself right there. Yeah. Right. Hilarity yeah. ensues as you get mistaken for the uh, the black sheep of the family.
0: You've you got to be related. <laughs> you're here. Why would you We're all yeah, related. Why
3: be here? Nobody that's else has brought weapons to these family gatherings before. Do you guys want to go spar? Yeah. That, I mean, and, and so far? Yeah, and
0: I'll tell you what. Honestly, that I'll bet you with the the player having made a, a, a fairly large family, it's probably what the kind of thing he was hoping for, and, and or he, I, he probably would left. Have been delighted by something, right? right. Yeah. Yeah. If he hadn't been hoping for that, social combat swarm rules exactly. right. <laughs> social <laughs> combat
3: swarm <laughs> rules. That was Kurt. Nice. Wow, this is a long
0: one. We t- we talked a lot.
2: It's been great. 1019. That was a great episode. We haven't done a
0: 2 hour plus episode in a while.
2: Well, you have Tim and Stork and Kimmy.
0: That's true.
1: And we knew and, that was gonna and a happen. bottle of wine. And a
2: bottle See, of wine. Which I What that means is
1: <laughs> when it's the three of us we talk a lot. Uh, and so that you Are know you makes Tim's it, I'm Tim Yeah, he's explaining. I'm explaining. <laughs> <laughs> think it's just the three of us. I think
3: that the <laughs> the, the 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 emails well, have have generated. Was, they were
1: good and, emails, and we wound up talking about Moat a lot. Yeah. and I mean, we haven't really done that at all. I mean, I I, I had right. to drop out of Moat, and then I I had to I didn't do shows for a long time too. So we really haven't. No. Like, no, we we've
2: talked about, about it. You just it. haven't watched it.
1: It Not as extensive as we have here. It's hard yeah, to watch. yeah, yeah, Stop yeah. He's it. Like, I'm mm.
2: Making fun of him. <laughs> okay. okay, okay. I,
1: I, yeah, I, 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 can't, I can't bring myself to watch it. Don't ever hit me again. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Sorry. But
1: yeah, I can't. I can't. We
3: should wind I, this up before this ends up physical physical combat. You know, here,
0: are there bruises on my yeah, arm. Oh, yeah, punching me well, in the then. arm earlier today.
2: She's strong. I walked in and she was listening to these boots are made for walking, and I was very proud.
0: Was it the original? Yeah. The yeah. oh, no fretless. fretless Fretless baby All the best bass players play fretless
2: You can't sing Sorry, I'm not going to sing it because then the YouTube will get back. I can't think of that song
1: right? without thinking of Full Metal Jacket <laughs> I, do I Do I have a I thought I had one on here Oh no
2: I
0: don't What? We so honey <laughs> Yeah <laughs> That's her Yep me love you, a long, Me time. Love you a long time. That yeah. comes. That's that, that's uh, that's from the same thing. Yeah, it
1: totally is. Yeah, that exact scene. <laughs> I love. You that like scene. to party? Yeah, we might like to party. So How much. It, inside baseball. <laughs> Eat you five dollar.
3: Inside baseball. When when they were shooting to that, the, he, he didn't actually go to Vietnam or anything. There's an area in London at the time yeah. that was being demolished to Gasworks and he put oh, up a couple really? of palm trees yeah. and he shot it in downtown London. <laughs> They like, they no, like smoke up and
1: outside of, outside, of Yeah,
3: but it's, it's like, yeah, it's a famous suburb, basically, and they were destroying this whole area. It was full of warehouses yeah. and stuff, and it was just rubble, and they just stuck a couple of palm trees and put some smoke in the background but if you, but if shot you look, it.
1: But if you look at the palm trees, you'll see they're all wilty and dying. Yeah. Because palm trees don't grow in, in London. London. No, they were yeah. freezing to death. Yes, they, they were freezing to death, <laughs> and they're dying. And he was like, we had to shoot these things quickly because all the palm trees <laughs> were dying
3: because it was so cold. And it... it, it kind of adds a whole ambience because it's kinda of overcast and grey and everything and it adds a whole ambiance to that whole seat because he shot it in London. Yep. The light is different than it would have been. It's one had. of my
1: favorite movies and I can recite the entire Gunnery Sergeant Hartman parts from right. memory. You want me to start? No. Nope. That's, okay. That's all right. Uh,
0: tomorrow, right here, it's not gonna stream live I don't know if we're going to record it. We might record it because it involves kids. But we're going to be playing uh, "Legend of the Rings," which is a "Powered by the Apocalypse" sort of uh, "Avatar: The Last Evader" hack. Oh, nice! Um, Tomes is coming over, bringing his daughter, and they're going to be playing. Nice. Oh, nice! So, um, and then there's nothing Sunday, right? Not this week. Not this week, Sunday. Next Sunday.
2: Next Car- Saturday.
0: Oh, next Saturday we have
2: two one shots happening. That's right. So one Dragon Dragon Age game and one Moat uh, or Moment of Truth game. Yes. So back to back, one will be from eleven to three, one will be from four to eight. Um. So one will be uh, the Dragon Age game. Am I in
0: that game? Four o'clock.
1: Yeah.
3: Okay. (laughs) Next. I was just going to ask after we were were like, I might be in one of these games. I'm not (laughs) sure which one.
2: Um, the Dragon Age game. Sorry, I'm chewing. Will be run by Jib. Are you
3: eating b- my biscuits? Yeah.
2: I drank a whole bottle of wine. I need some food <laughs> in my stomach. And biscuits Light and weight. gravy.
0: There's no gravy. The it's butter. You, did, you, did you eat the... Anyway, yeah, so what's happening? Yeah. What am I, where am yeah, I, so I going on Saturday? i got I to apply my schedule.
2: 3, we've got Dragon Age run by Jib. <laughs> and then from 4 to 8, we have Moment of Truth run by Stu. Right. Um, Stork be and Dave, because will be in that game. I might be in that game. I'm going to try.
0: Is that going to be... It's Out over the interwebs mm-hmm. uh, Yes And that, that'll be a Vast Dominions game Of some sort Dave Kaze, Who we've only ever seen As a GM
2: I know I'm super excited It'll About nice that it be As a player That's why I'm like Trying to move everything Around in my schedule play And then the next day um, On the 17th We will have L5R character creation Which is The most exciting thing Ever Ever I'm really excited. I
3: know, Traveler Creation's pretty
2: and awesome. And if you <laughs> want to know what character I'm playing, or what clan I'm playing, you need to tune in because it's a surprise. And I have an outfit for it. It's great.
3: Did you not mention it on the great
1: clanundrum on the on the no. forum? It's no. A, it's a surprise. She foreshadowed. Dave told me that if I started running again,
2: mm-hmm. if I got
1: off my ass and started running again and ran Savage Worlds, he's never played Savage Worlds and he would play in it.
0: Yeah. Now would he schedule to play in it and then cancel at the last minute?
1: I, I, chickened out because I didn't want to run for him. Aww. Why? It's Dave. Because it's a big Dave personality. A? Yeah, he's a fantastic GM, and I would feel so. Um,
3: yeah, I get it. Stu has no fear. I get it. I wouldn't. I, I would feel intimidated. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. I don't need fear. I got
3: a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I'll shut him down. I'll just turn mine up and his off.
4: I'm
0: bored.
2: Yeah. Well, we have a bunch of new stuff coming up. Is starting in January. L5R is going to start officially past character creation. We have a Dark Ages, uh, or Vampire Dark Ages game starting. If you are a Patreon, fuck Patreon right now, Um, but you can hear the character creation um, that Stu just posted today, I believe. The character creation audio?
0: Yesterday. Yesterday, sorry.
2: Very recently. Yeah, yesterday. went up yesterday. Um, So you can actually listen to the character creation of that game, and that will also be starting in January as well. So, and I we don't have remember what
0: level that's. Is it all Patreon subscribers or is it only $5? I
2: think five dollars and above. I don't remember what I put it on. I think you told me you were doing five dollars and above, so we'll say if you did. didn't lie to me, that's <laughs> fine. Um, and then <laughs> and then starting Monday, we have a new game in our Monday slot, which is Tales from the Loop. Tales, Tales? from the Loop. Yes. <laughs> which has a great group of players yeah. run by Kadave and that's Total Eighties Arcade Fun. So yes. super exciting. Yes. Yes.
3: Are we ready? Are we done? Oh and Wednesdays is still uh Rizzo Ridge.
2: Razor right? Ridge, yeah. yeah unless
0: it's Spaniards the Ghost. Spaniards, the Spaniards Spaniards Ghost. <clears throat> we have
2: and all the things. Check out happyjacks.org slash schedule for all the things.
0: Yep,
3: for the APs are changing and they're all still very fun. Mm-hmm. Go ahead.
0: And that's it. Yeah. Thank you. Uh where is it? I don't know. Welcome to Costco. That's I love that's you. That was the
1: wrong, one. That the the wrong one. one. Yeah. Why problem
4: make when one. you that's no right
1: problem one. have, you don't want to make. Third time.
0: We're well,
4: of Happy job.
0: Thank you for joining us for season 20, episode 17 oh, of Happy tricks every Podcast. <laughs> My name is Stu. <laughs>
1: <laughs> My name is Kimmy. I'm Stark. And I'm Proby Tim.
0: And thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next week. Don't forget all of our APs and all that other stuff that yep. we do. Stuff. Thank you very much, and we'll leave you with a song. Michigan,
4: Australia,
0: and maybe East Timor.
1: Be a dread sword, exile. Why a problem when no problem has a world? Go
0: on.
4: Happy Jacks podcast will be. To it? You dress in the manner of a male. Why problem make when you no problem have you don't want to make. Come one and all, both we'll great and small, with voices loud and clear, and let us sing the statue you the queen who. Attacks upon beer, or I like to drop a good beer, I, I do know. I
0: like to drop a good beer, and damn his eyes to, heaven, tries to a poor man of his beer. Let Minister shake the duty on cape and cause port wine to be here, so that he may keep the bread and meat cheap and give us a drop of good beer. Or I like to Drop a good beer, I do, I like to drop
4: a good beer
0: his eyes,
4: who ever tries
2: to rob a poor man of his beer In the drinking of rum, the maggots will come, and soon both baldpates will appear I never goes out, but I carry about me, weep and nobgin of beer For oh, I like to drop a good beer, I knew I like to drop a good beer And damn his
4: eyes, who ever tries to rob a poor man of his beer
0: Good wife and I We always feel dry At market on Saturday
1: night With a noggin of beer I never need fear if My wife always says it is right For I like
4: to I the drop with, the with the beer. beer I do, I like to I drop up with a beer. beer And damn his eyes to <laughs> never try <tried> To <laughs> for man of the beer I do, I like to drop a drop of good beer. And damn his eyes, who ever tries to rob a poor man of fear. So long may Queen Elizabeth reign and to her subject be here. And the wall of her clothes, wherever she goes, she gives us a skimful of beer. For I like to drop a drop of good beer, I do, I like to drop a drop of your a drop beer man of his beer, for I like syrup mm-hmm. mm-hmm. of a beer, I do, I like syrup mm-hmm. mm-hmm. of a beer, and mm-hmm. damn his eyes, who never tries to call a mm-hmm. to man of his beer mm-hmm. You know, that's just like,
1: uh, your opinion, man.
0: The preceding program has been a presentation of the Angry Folk Media Empire.